0: That's right. What up, everybody? Welcome to Flipside episode 166. Tonight, we've got comic bubble talk, Cap, crazy cap in Falcon and Winter Soldier, and convention fun over the weekend.
1: Tales from the Flipside.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another wonderful Monday evening. Uh, We've got the crew, the full crew with us. It's nice to have full crew every episode now. So uh, (laughs) I've got uh, the CEO, Dino, uh, is with us, John C, back in the house. i got Nico, I've got Carter, and Big Leg, Sean, is in the house. All right, guys, uh, the first thing that we're going to get into is the Falcon and Winter Soldier Fund. What did you guys think of Crazy Cap? Right? Crazy Cap was that mm. was the,
2: the best part, right? I hyped up on that juice. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> Jacking them up, smacking them up, packing them up. Yeah, I love
3: it. <laughs> well, I wanted, I wanted to crazy. see
4: that head rolling down the steps though. <laughs> oh, I was like, get his head off of his body. Please. <laughs> please, live on YouTube. Oh man, that's uh that's
0: Every once in a while, violence really means something, right? I mean, especially in that situation. That everybody was talking about it. Um, Everybody hates the hell out of that dude now, so he's doing a good job acting. You know, when I explain
1: to my children how, like, his father is one of the most beloved actors and characters in every movie, and for this guy to just do such a good job at being hated, it is amazing.
5: Yeah. yeah, It's it's next level. He's, uh, or, or the writers, and he have been able to basically make him the biggest ass clown in the history of the MCU. I mean, he is like WWE heel worthy. That's right. Mm. <clears throat> I finally like a
4: Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dude, I mean, I've waiting our whole lives to see him chop somebody's head off with that thing. How many people has he hit the neck and just came back to <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. How <laughs> resilient to human neck.
5: Oh my god. Man. So what do you guys people. think about what do you guys think about the next two episodes? Who are we gonna see? They they claim there's gonna be a big cameo in episode five. That's uh they wanna see him next to the to Thor. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean.
0: Uh, if anybody in the chat has any ideas, let us know. I see a lot of people in the chat. We appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure you guys hit that bell so you guys get notified. Uh, that's one of the biggest things that we're really asking everybody to do. If you get a chance, uh, hit the bell. It does a lot for us in our analytics over at YouTube, and uh, we appreciate it, guys. All right.
2: We got, um, uh, um,
0: Hey, man, I got to drop them in.
2: A WandaVision. We thought that was going to be the show that just introduced like the plethora of Marvel characters. Um, wh- what do you see this show doing? Two, two episodes left.
1: I don't know, but it's telling one hell of a story. It's doing a great job of just. Yeah,
5: leaving. I don't know. What about the power broker? Is uh, he or is the uh, General Ross? Isn't that why? Does that's nobody think I, that's a thing?
0: That's I hear a lot of people talking about that. So yeah, I think that is a thing, right?
3: Possibly. Oh, this this is interesting. This is a little interesting. Again, I don't know if this is true or not, but it's going to be Chadwick Boseman. They filmed it before he passed. I don't know. Uh, about that. uh, gonna, Oh man,
4: that would be crazy. I don't, I don't think, think so. Either. I think he was pretty well down. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah well, so we know how Mandalorian ended, but I, I don't see that happening. So
3: yeah.
5: Yeah, and the other one I'm hearing is Yelena Belova. That uh, they'll just drop her in as uh, the Black Widow that, you know, is uh, like there with uh, U.S. agent, you know, as part of the Thunderbolts team that they'll roll them out. Again, I I think that's more conjecture and rumor than it is, uh, you know, some sort of like inside tip. But those are sort of like the characters that I hear um, from the talking heads, not us, but other talking heads.
0: Could could it be um, so you had, you know, the characters – uh, that would lead into like the next thing Could it have something to do with Loki maybe? If they're talking Thor, right? If they're yeah, talking so that Thor. was the
5: weird part, right, Brian like but how how will that play? like they say mm. Thor, I think uh, you know, galactic kind of uh, characters but it, it's a street level TV show. Um, it could be Loki. I, that's that makes sense.
1: He pops up unexpectedly and everybody thinks he's gone and this new version is there.
4: I feel like we know. I don't know.
3: I feel like that that, that somehow would have got out somehow. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like this is like uh shades of WandaVision. I bet you I'm gonna put my money and say nothing's gonna happen.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I hey, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. I mean it's not like they don't have the content. It's not like they've left things out of the you know what I'm saying? Like everybody knows what's gonna happen and maybe they just think the Disney plus series or whatever you wanna call them are just standalones in their own kind of thing and they're not gonna be hyped into like future things in the you know, with with the in the oh, cinema. No, side. They're
1: but they're building storylines. They just may not yeah. pay off now, man.
5: Yeah. Who's gonna live, who's gonna die?
0: Is US Agent gonna live? Yes. Ooh, I think so. I would have said no before the series. 100%. Absolutely. I couldn't agree no. more.
5: Yeah. But I think he's going to stick around and be part of Thunderbolts or, or whatever sort of uh, iteration they do. Dark Avengers, whatever they may call them in the MCU. Does um, Do we see uh, Isaiah Bradley come back? I mean, he's got to come back at some oh, point yeah, in time. Man. I thought they oh, were yeah. going to wrap it. I thought they were going to wrap his ass up like the next episode and uh they can't just leave that dangling plot do they push him out you know into like another series that doesn't make a lot of sense or does it
0: no i think he's got to be he's got to come back that would be feel so wasted if they don't
1: well they could just be opening the door for a series three years from now you know who knows
5: Uh, what about uh joaquin torres Uh, i mean where the fuck is
3: he yeah, yeah before,
5: as, oh, shit, I almost forgot about that dude.
3: Yeah, I yeah. would have said I would have wrote that dude off. Like, he was just like a minor character, and then, like, poof, you know. Yeah, they just used a
1: name, I yeah. think, on
0: that one. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, you know. Ultra brings up the War Machine stuff. Could could it have to do with uh, that stuff? Could it have to do with War Machine stuff? That's
4: smart. Yeah, um, I mean, Cheeto was already in it, but, <clears throat> like, I just. Uh, did, but that doesn't feel like a surprise to me. You know what I mean? Oh cool, war machine back. Um,
5: it could be this.
0: I would love to see that Patriot that young Avengers set up. That'd be cool.
5: Well yeah, it appears they're gonna do Joaquin Torres as like Falcon. Uh obviously uh Isaiah Bradley, uh his grandson got cast. Um, the guy that appears in the crew, I don't know if they'll make him Iron pa- or Iron Pate or uh Patriot or if uh they'll make uh the the proper named Bradley the patriot. Um but you're definitely gonna get some iteration of that, right? I mean doesn't that have they like, have to bring Isaiah Bradley back and have his grandson or nephew or something as patriot?
0: Yeah. yeah. It's gotta be that. That'd be stupid if they didn't it if they did it any other way.
2: Yeah, definitely. All all of that could be its own thing. All of it.
5: Fucking neat! I haven't speculated on uh, like shit like this with all these different possibilities in a long time, and actually not known what the hell was going to happen.
2: Hey, does does anybody remember like 1989 after the first Batman movie? Everybody was speculating on what the next Batman movie would be. Oh, the uh, the Joker—he's going to kidnap. He's going to come back from the dead. He's going to kidnap Kim Basinger because she's (laughs) she's pregnant with Batman's baby. Like I've heard like so much crazy shit. And it, that's what this feels like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Well, after WandaVision, 100%. Where's Mephisto? Could it could it be Mephisto? It's one, That's Thor level. All right, on to the next thing. So we got a question sent to us. Uh, John, do you have the question so you can read it? Or does Dino, did he, Dino oh, have the well, question? you're
1: asking me to, to prep
0: on this thing? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love to actually just read the, the question, right? Shout out to Chris Colbert, a viewer of Flipside, who is uh, strong, super strong in the the community uh, here at Flipside. Um, And uh, he sent us a question.
1: He basically asked, you know, can you guys talk about the comic market? Everybody's saying that stimulus checks are what's powering this market and, you know, trying to dispel some of the myths of what's going on here. So, maybe we can I can read little, it. You ready?
5: Yeah, myth busting. yeah. there you go. Is there a show that's willing to go deep on the myth that the current market is stimulus money and that the, quote, bubble is going to burst, end quote? This is being said everywhere. And if you talk to local comic shops who were around in the 90s, the market is night and day different. The limitations the local comic shops had when it came to sales don't exist anymore. And the order requirements, poor decisions in ordering, are gone also. So, what do you guys think? Ben!
1: What's up, brother? Okay. Hi, buddy. What's up, ben? Good to see you. What's up, guys?
3: we do, do you know done with Z, since he's the most prepared out of everybody, and he's got his journal so, ready. So, I've I got some notes, and I I
1: think I want to talk, get, just get some basics. Because, okay. uh, you know, the reason that, it's not just comics. I mean everybody's talking about bubbles everywhere. Bubbles in real estate, bubbles in antiques, bubbles in other things, sports cards, bubbles in the stock market. Like everybody's looking for the world to fail. It's it's like a uh, it's like a hobby of predicting the next thing to fail in in America. We just think that way now. So, you know, let's start there that it it's just people want to talk about it. It's it's clickbait. It's whatever it is now we have a lot of reasons why the market is crazy i mean some of it is tied to you know the the COVID and the crisis you know there's the policies of um low interest rates there's you know printing of money is just going out and uh which is causing people to think of inflation and and maybe they want to diversify their assets and not have it sitting in cash um, so people are spending their money all kinds of places whether it be in collectibles comics cards you know what real estate whatever people are putting their money in things versus just sitting on a bitcoin you know crypto all these things people are putting their money into versus sitting on cash um now the stimulus money does play in there somewhere um the stimulus money is not buying uh fantastic four ones and action comic ones at record prices i think the stimulus money is playing into some of the you know hundred to thousand dollar sales here and there um people that are are buying books that they've wanted and just now have a little bit of extra disposable cash um i think it's probably paying off uh in the wednesday warrior game where people have a little more money to go there's also the fact there's a lot of people not working grading books whether they're, whether they're on you know unemployment not working whether they're working from home and go to a the shop there's a lot of people in, in all these things you know whether again sports cards that went to the point you can't even get sports cards at retail anymore without waiting in line to get a pack or two at walmart or whatever their restrictions are so some of these guys who were getting easy money there maybe figured out hey comics hasn't figured it out nearly enough if i can give the first person a store i can make a few bucks and flip these books so you know you've got that that asset you know that that group of things going on um and then you know the other thing driving this market is nostalgia we all got in what, 10, 15 years ago, maybe now 10 to 8, yeah. however long it's been. And, uh, you know, it's because we hit that age where we're, where we got income, we got disposable income. Um, when you're, let's say, 35 to 40, you really kind of get established and you get money and you can buy your news back and you can buy that nostalgia. And there's just more people that happen to be in that same kind of wave as us that are, that are building into this frenzy a little bit because, You know, there's new people. Maybe we're at the beginning of this track of the nineties comics and there's another group that was kind of at the end, and we're still piling onto this train. So that's not going away in my opinion either. Just because people are buying nostalgia and you know, that's gonna stick around for a couple decades till all these people head to retirement. That's a different time to discuss, but you know, this year, next year, five years, ten years, I, I don't think that changes. People want these items. They just remember them. We're natural hoarders and collectors as humans. Um, and then you've got Wall Street and, and money guys just, again, diversifying assets, whether they're buying crypto, whether they're buying books. Uh, that Action Comics one sale, that book ain't being sold for a loss. These you know, X-Men books, sure, there'll be a handful of people that if the stock market crashes or some market crashes or... Something happens, yeah, there'll be some people that need to sell some books that are over overstretched in what they could have afforded. But a vast majority of these people are, are wealthy people that are just buying it as an investment. They're gonna wait and and not sell at a loss. I mean, Ben said it before that, that way. It's just these high end books are not being they're not being uh mostly bought by people that can't afford them. I mean, we all even have these discussions in uh in different groups of like man who's buying these books at 30k not us i mean you know we're all doing fine but we're not dropping 30k on books there's a whole group of people that can and don't think twice about it we're they're not worried about stimulus checks they're not worrying about you know some of these things that people are always talking about are, are driving this market <clears throat> i think the wednesday warrior thing's always a a, a crap show if, if the market Bubble has a correction. I think some of those things will, will go to crap. you know there always are crap books that have been pumped up to a point that people are specking on them, think it's going to be something, show happens, they die down. That's always a cycle. but these, these real investment books, I don't think they're going
2: anywhere. So I got a point I, um, during the uh, Great Depression. Um, everything was down, but Hollywood was still going long and strong. And uh, in a lot of ways, uh, we haven't learned from the past and in a lot of ways we have learned from the past. And the one thing that we all know is that um, pop culture is big business. And um, whatever... Whatever you want to get rid of, no matter how broke you get, you might want to hold on to, like what comic books are right now, they're basically, basically movie, movie, um, uh, not paraphernalia, what's the word I'm looking memorabilia. for? Memorabilia. Memorabilia. They're basically memor- memorabilia for movies. and uh, Or, at the very least, they're something that can, uh, something that you can uh, speculate on as far as it being a future movie, you know what I'm saying. So as far as comic books go, I I don't see that bubble bursting. I'm pretty sure it'll maybe go like just a little bit, you know what I'm saying. But as far as it just busting, no.
1: Well, that, and there's also different classes of books. You know, there's people talk about pre seventy five books as being the investment books. Um, you know, definitely those are, the, those are the ones that have been around forever. But now we're getting to the point where some of these books from the 80s and 90s, more the 80s, let's say, but a little bit of the 90s, they've been around for 30, 40 years and they're still deemed <coughs> things people want. So, you know, the longer they've been around, the more mature that kind of hobby has become the market. You know, they, they venture from, you know, uh, collectibles to actual antiques at some point.
3: I, I'm, I'll am I'm go on on this one. So I, I think that people are, okay, so we we got in, I think, early, right? We'll just say we got in early to this this whole comic book market thing, right? So when we got in early, what what books are we buying? Nobody's buying Golden Age books right off the bat, j- jumping back in, right? People are buying New Mutants 98s. They're buying ASM 300s. They're buying 316s. They're buying New Mutants 87s. They're buying, I mean, I can go down a list of 80s and 90s, Books that people are buying to get into, we'll read ones uh, limited series. I mean, it's stuff like that that they either grew up with or can afford to a certain point. And I, and I don't even think they're buying nine eights. I bet you all these guys are buying all these raw copies or like you know eight fives and nine oh's and nine twos to get into. Because I mean, how many? Okay, let's let's take this back to almost like flip side episode one. How many? How many? months or years did it take to do a a four-digit flip your first thousand dollar flip right years (laughs) years right so if if you're sans somebody who's sitting on a trust fund or has an enormous amount of disposable income you can buy whatever they want you're not flipping you know you're not buying a thousand dollar book today for one book that you just got back into the market you're like oh i know this is going to be you're buying reasonably priced books at maybe a couple hundred bucks to dip your toe in. That's like everything else when you start when you start getting into the, the business, it's like coins, you know, any kind of collectibles. Nobody's just dropping big nobody's first books at AF15. Nobody's first books at FF1. It's it's raw stuff and then you're jumping into you know bigger and bigger items and you're getting more and more comfortable and then you know four big figures becomes five and five becomes six and then you become the the comic God. So uh I think that's what it is. I think all these '80s and '90s books we're seeing moving—it's—it's because it's of that. People are like, I—I I know that ASM 300s are safe. Everybody wants them. It's—it's with liquid. I mean, it's books that are like I'm going after, like Golden Age books that you don't see often, or you know, stuff like that that real people are trying to you know, to go after. It's like, but for me, would you take a, a one rare Golden Age book that you don't see, or are you going to buy a short box of ASM 300s right now? I mean, it's. It's the ASM three hundreds all day for a reason. I mean, look at our boy Scotty, right? I mean, he had a short box of ASM three hundreds that he bought for a, super cheap. And I mean I hope
5: I, he didn't sell them all. Well, I, yeah. So <laughs> here's kinda my here's kind of my take on this. Uh, a couple um, things. One, um, people have confirmation bias. Okay. You don't have any good books, you're like the fucking sky is falling. OK, uh, you're sitting on fucking a PCH collection and it's fucking cold as ice. And you're like, Th- those are the books you need to buy romance books. Those are the books you need to buy foreign books. Those are the books you need to buy uh, X-Men books. That's where you should get in. I mean, we just have confirmation bias for human beings. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, trying to be objective about this. uh You know, Look, do I think uh, an extra $1,200 for certain people uh, a month and them not getting it is going to fucking destroy the comic market? No. Uh, Loss aversion is real. When someone pays $400 or $500 or $1,000 for a book, they don't fucking sell it for half price unless they're a fucking crackhead or a needle junkie or Mm -hmm. they're getting divorced or some sort of fucking craziness. they got bad luck. Yeah, they'll sit on those fucking things. They'll die with that. Failed spec in their fucking hands. It's like stock market, man.
3: It's it's the same thing. it's it's
5: different from the stock market. The stock market people are smarter, right? It's even better than the fucking stock market. No, wait, wait, because they don't have the
3: emotional attachment. Not your (laughs) average stockbroker, though, because let's let's like this. So if you're day trading and somebody's buying a stock at like, we'll say fifteen dollars a share, and they go deep and they buy five (laughs) hundred dollars worth or whatever, and then it just drops to like $7 a share, you're just riding that thing the end. it'll go to zero before you sell, you know? It's like, you know. And I think people with
5: comics are even worse, okay? Yeah. Um, because, you know, there's, there's emotional investment and emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I do see happening. I see um, a loss of liquidity, okay? So I see, uh, instead of, you know, fucking 70 copies of ASM 300 selling uh, in a week, 70 copies in a month uh, sell. And that's when people are gonna say, the sky is falling, but the prices will not go down. They just won't be as liquid. Um, and that is a healthy market. That's a healthy fucking market. Um, that's why, you know, cause there's two kinds of, uh, of local comic shop owners that are like, you just need, don't be selling those books, you need to keep them. They're the guys that are super fucking stupid, okay? that don't realize that that's what everybody does. And then there are the guys that are super fucking smart that know that collectors preserve the integrity of price tags that when people take books off of the market and stick them in their collection, it solidifies those prices. I mean, that's the the truth of it. So, you know, do I suspect that you're going to be able to get a Hulk 181 or a Hulk 180 or an X-Men 94 or an FF1 or an X-Men 1 or, you know, any of these, like, big, you know, fire-hot books for half-off, 70% off, six, 12 months down the road? Hell no. Um, Do I think that there are other uh, books that are – far more common overpriced that may come down 20%. Sure. Uh, but that there's going to be a ton of books that are going to double and triple too, that we're going to be like, Holy shit. And it's really going to be about what, what we focus on. And uh, if we just focus on the winners, the market's on fire. If we pay attention to the losers, the sky is falling.
1: Well, I, I think there's always books going up and books going down. I mean, I, yep. Even the big books take dips here and there. They're not 50% dips. They're usually 5%, 10%. You'll get a few sales. I've got one on the market report to kind of touch base on. But there's so many things going on in this market. So many genres. uh, All are up and down. I mean, Western's dead and maybe dead forever. But, you know, there are other ones that romance peaks and valleys. John and I will
5: still be buying them. (laughs)
1: Exactly. (laughs) So I I just, you know, that you can't look at the whole market based on a couple of books. And, I'm gonna say this: If you are banking your retirement entirely on comics, don't do that. You know, make sure you've got retirement funds and all that shit going on. Be safe, be smart, diversify your money. But if you're doing this as you know you enjoy doing, it, you got the disposable income, don't don't go crazy on it. Just the world will work.
5: Yeah. So Stein, you had a, a failed uh, sports card shop in the '90s. That's real life.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Talk I mean, to I, us, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I sold. I mean, I had my own store, um, did comics and cards, because um, that was pretty much the thing to do back in the 90s. Um, I mean, that's just what we did. So, yeah, I mean, I was probably, let's say I was, I was like 23, wow. probably as dumb as a box of rocks when it came to uh, <laughs> running running a business. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's anybody who tries to, com- I mean, I, I lived it. I mean, I, I failed at it. Anybody who's trying to compare today with then, there's no comparison. I mean, I was, I mean, I basically, I was at the infancy. There was no graded comics back then. Um, graded cards had just started, and basically came out. Um, we we graded everything in the world because it was cheap, it was fast. Um, you could sell everything; didn't really matter. Um, comics came in 2000, what one something like that. So it was just slightly after, um, is when CGC kind of started. Um, totally, it's just a totally different world. I mean, I was on eBay back in ninety. I I think I think I looked at my eBay the other day. I've been on eBay since ninety eight. So, um, so twenty three years on e- on eBay, and um, it's just a different world than it was back then. Um, I mean, I was buying, I was buying comics at wholesale back then and they were like 50 cents is what I think I paid, Cause they were like a dollar and a quarter cover price or something like that, or dollar cover. I mean, you could, you could buy 50 of them and it cost you 20 bucks. I mean, it was like, oh, well, if I don't sell, who cares? It's not a big deal. Now it's, you know, $5 cover price. You can't buy 50 of them. You're, you'll go bankrupt. So it's, it's just you, the ordering was just rampant back then. Um, can't do that now. No store can viably stay alive. No, even not even an online store. They can't, they just can't buy 50 copies of everything to just flood the market. So the market's different. eBay is way different than it was 23 years ago. It's not even close to the same. (laughs) Now it's basically, it's just, I mean, I mean, individuals were kind of getting in, that was kind of where it started, but a lot of stores were just basically just using that as, as like, as you know, a separate income source. Um, we were doing shows. Um, you know, so I mean, it was, it was like a whole, whole different experience back then. It's not the same. Nothing about today is the same as 23 years ago, not in society, not in business, not in collectibles. It's, everything is different. There was no chance that when I when I when I opened up a pack of cards and got a Peyton Manning and a Randy Moss out of the same pack, that that those were going to be five thousand dollar cards. No chance. Mm-hmm. Like, what? oh gosh, I can get two hundred bucks a piece for them. Sold. Like that thought is not even a thought anymore. Oh gosh, a, a book that comes out is going to sell for ten bucks. Oh my gosh, I'm rich. I mean, it's not even a. I mean. People don't even think like that anymore. If it's not a hundred dollar variant the week of it's not, it's a cold, it's a cold variant. So it's like anybody who tries to say the earth is falling didn't actually live through the nineties and didn't actually see it collapse in front of their eyes. And basically whatever, whatever I had as an investment back then that I poured into it was gone. Now, whatever I have as an investment, I mean, whenever I got back in this seven, eight, nine years ago, whenever it was back somewhere in the middle of new 52, like issue, maybe like 10 or 11 on Batman. It's the only thing, it's the only thing that like triggers my mind. Um, I, I mean, it, the amount that I've been able to basically corral and the stuff that I've been able to accumulate, I mean, just dwarfs what I was able to do as a store. And I'm not even a, I'm not even a reseller. I mean, I'm terrible. You guys know I'm awful at this. Um, I mean, I'm terrible. So yeah. the amount that I've been able to take from my my two thousand dollars seed money that I got eight years ago and pour into this, I mean, is it, it's it doesn't even it just makes my business look like. I was, and I was, I was, I was a complete idiot, but it makes me look even worse than I, it makes me look even worse than what I was because like, oh, I could take $2,000 in, in this decade and, you know, times it by 20, you know, and back then I couldn't do any of that. So it's, don't, 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 don't listen to anybody who says it's the nineties because it's not, it's it's not true at all.
5: Sean McClay, come on now.
0: Totally different playground. Totally different playground. You got the third market, you got the secondary market, you got all these different markets. So I agree with Ben. That's my thoughts on it. I think that everything we're doing right now, all this new stuff, um, totally different. So,
4: yeah, I think we're, uh, uh, people that aren't br- brand new to comics <coughs> are possibly overlooking their own biases like books that we knew about and thought about that we forgot about that are getting re reminded, like, like spec that was around like five or 10 years ago, maybe this is going to happen. Like, you know, to, to be honest, uh, you know, when then prices on like, you know, X-Men four were going up, you know, you know, under five bucks. Yeah, sure. But like, you know, those prices start to start to go up. You don't, you don't, think of it as a you know 500 700 400 dollar nine 9.8 or something like that and you're just like i oh, know it's saturated there's too many of these and um and we were right to the point that we were kind of not looking past uh fellow comic book people and the occasional people that we picked up to play you know to put to play in the game we we didn't quite uh we didn't we didn't look at like nostalgia lectures or something like that uh and if you if you think about it you know shit kind of kind of getting kind of some us kind of getting old like you know like the stuff that, that we remember being great you know being between 20 and 40 years ago i mean think about it when we started um you know if you, if you're if you're like me and started in the 80s you know, and I haven't gone. I haven't gone. Not pretend I've, I've gone straight through. I picked back up close to you know, um, uh, ten years ago or something like that. But um, like picking it up in the '80s, um, like how how old of a character was Ghost Rider at the time? How old of a character was Wolverine at the time? You know what I mean? I mean, I think you know, char- there's uh, there's characters now that were that that have been around that have been around longer. What are, what are we at with Miles? Like ten years or something like that. And, and, and you know, and in and, uh, and we're a little over ten years into Ghost Rider when I started looking at comics, and I mean, and, and think of, and think of it now. So I, I just think that there's like a different perspective. Like I'll I'll be I'll be honest. I'll go into an establishment where they may or may not serve alcohol. Okay, where they serve alcohol, and uh, I will be like, oh my god, they don't even check ID here. And then they're checking. I'm like, ah oh shit, now nah, I'm just getting old. Those kids, they don't look old enough to drink <laughs> to me.
5: You know, it's
4: really really just that, you are like, oh, man, get with it, dude. You know, you know what I mean? So it's just I I think there's just like sort of a perception amongst the comic people. So the uh, the the investing side with like like plenty of money and without, you know, 50 or 100 boxes of comics they already have that they've already spent, however, whatever that cost. right? they're in it with like, oh, I've already been doing well in life. I haven't had some freaking hobby where I've struck out on a thousand different books uh, or a thousand different titles that you bought ten each of. You know, something like that. They they have uh, you know, they, they're just like oh, well I can buy this one and it will cost a lot and all like that. And well, that was cool. I'll buy this other one that costs a lot and all like that. And and I think that's the people getting in to play, play the game. You know what I mean? I used to laugh, tell people don't be a $10 comic cop. But now I'm like, don't be a $1,000 comic cop. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Spend, it's inflation, spend. baby. Yeah, let pe- let people spend their money where they want to spend their money. There's just plenty <laughs> of room in this game for everybody. There's a lot of comic books printed out there. Yeah, there's I- a lot. There's a lot of stuff to chase. There's a lot of books that aren't on people's lists that like stuff. I saw a Darkwing Duck comic for for almost three hundred bucks the other day.
2: Right. Um, you know what I
4: mean? And that's and I'm like okay, I just I couldn't find any out there and and so I you know listed it for like four I ended up two seventy five with no watchers and I was like all right man you can have it and just happy to, happy to move on there's there's kind of there's a lot of different ways to play this game and and, and also i mean how many uh, do, do we even have any idea what what's the average amount of uh, comics with unique covers a week 200 300 like if you include all the variants uh, i mean you know because there's a, call it a 100 number. titles you know 100 you know 100 titles a week average you know you got to throw in your um, uh dynamites and stuff that'll have 25 Vamprellas <laughs> a week and you know it is what it is and so there's just there's, there's a lot of stuff out there and, there and people are rediscovering things um that 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 some of us already saw and almost like forgot about or even left behind when you when when, uh, when they start to heat up like this so i i just think that there's a whole and then and that goes for people that really enjoy comics and are starting to get to know some artists that uh, that, may, that maybe they really like, and we have new upcoming artists. Um, you know, like and there were artists alone for a long time that, like uh, J. Scott Campbell or whatever. Um, uh, he you know uh, he he picked up a lot of fans after doing a lot of work, a lot of interior work and stuff like that for just the cover stuff and the hot variant stuff. And and he's you know he did his own company. He's cooled off a lot but like for a while like people you know people didn't notice really who he, they knew who he was they didn't notice who he was every ratio that he did wasn't nuclear before the cover was even released you know and we're starting we're starting to see that was with some of these artists too the pro- the only problem is it just it's not ratio anymore well it can be but it's not ratio it's you know they get they get used up a bit by the by the stores and i understand both sides you know we have the Artists get more work. People get more stuff. They get to charge, ten times cover coming up for you know coming out the gate. But yeah, there's a lot of different ways to there's a lot of different ways to play this game. Like I said, being in, um, some other flip groups and stuff like that with non-comic guys, and you know people bodying out variants and stuff like that. They don't know anything about comics. I'm Not saying none of them, but like a lot of them, they they might not know. And a lot of them are starting to enjoy doing that, which is kind of, which is kind of cool. They're like, hey, they're starting to get into comics. But you can start to enjoy. it. They're like, damn that that's dope you know what i mean like like the uh they just they start to they start to enjoy what they start to see start to buy what they like start to buy two copies and i'm starting to see people like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna keep one of these i am going to sell one of these i'm like oh well, you're catching on you know uh, so a lot are of
0: live people in the chat tonight I want to say thank you to everybody joining in live. Please hit that like button. Make sure you guys subscribe and hit that bell. Um, And uh, I want to ask a real, before we move on to our next topic, uh, we're going to ask a chat only question. So everybody can uh, talk about this in the chat. Uh, RJ says, which new characters from Marvel or DC over the last couple of years do you think will have the biggest potential for the spec? So uh, that'll be a, everybody that's live in the chat, let's uh, mull over that for a bit and we'll move on to our next question. I'd like to see what all you guys have to say. Um, all right.
1: Can I say I, one more
0: thing
6: before we get down? Yeah, go
1: down? for it. I, I, the thing I think we need to focus on is not everybody's gonna make money in this market or keep money because there's people buying dumb shit and doing dumb things and yes. the same as always. So I think you just need to be aware. It How are you collecting? What are you doing? You know, we aren't all going to make money, but if you're smart about it and you do your research
3: and you, you know, make good choices more often than not,
1: you'll probably be fine.
3: I'll add to that, too. I think con season, everybody's like, all oh, the money's just going to be flying out. I think there's going to be a lot of horse trading at cons. A lot of people are buying all these books. And if it like me, I got a stack of slabs. I'll trade them for something all day you know i'm not saying i mean cash would be nice but i'll trade stuff all day right i mean i think everybody in this room would hey if, if you get a decent deal on you know on a trade and you're a decent salesperson i think you can you can flip something into something you know very easily and take the whole ebay game out of it and just say hey i got all this what do you got let's let's do you know it's it's going to be the uh, nfl of uh, draft picks and you you got a bunch of fun coupons and it's going to be a good times i think
1: well let's, I, do, I do think the ebay thing that 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 taxing will change some of this Wednesday Warrior thing, so we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah, we'll have to. I can't
1: keep an wait eye to talk that. about that one.
0: Can't wait to yeah. talk about that one. Yeah. All right. So you did talk about the con stuff a little bit, and uh, there was a con over the weekend that Nico and Carter just destroyed uh, like normal. Um, and uh, it, it's nice to hear about the stuff, but I just get angry because I can't go. That's my problem. So, let's keep the con stories going. Let's more good he was stories. He's really and more fucking pissed. For the record, oh my god. So let's get into it. Uh, where was the con <laughs> that you guys went to this last weekend?
2: <laughs> I legit forget where the fuck they play where it was. Like yesterday, yesterday was a blur. I don't even remember the city. I don't remember shit. I don't remember any part. I don't remember any of it.
5: Hardly. Where was it? Uh It was in Canton Carter. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, we had a good time, but woo. It was but how many tables were there? Yeah. How many do you think? I wanna say listen, I'm bad at it, so I'll I'll say like forty. I don't know.
5: What do you what do you say? What do you think? There's probably about 60 tables. Um, It was a beautiful venue. Uh, They used a church auxiliary, all comics, uh, no um, foam swords or uh, gummy bear uh, stations. (laughs) And, uh, you know, if uh, you're lucky enough to live in in, uh, the area of uh, Central Ohio or the surrounding area, then uh, you know we've got a lot of fucking crystal meth addicts and a lot of fucking comic books. And uh, it's amazing. If you're a comic book guy, I guess crystal meth people are probably happy too. But the point is, <laughs> <laughs> the point is it's awesome. So, you know, there's like me, Carter Stein, sleepy. Um, God, half price crook is uh, here. Um, I mean, Paul, I who never comes to cons. I've never met the man in person. It's like a, he's like. A oh, you've party. never met Paul? No, it's like a figment of my hey, imagination. Hey, we uh, we <laughs> up with Joe there. I don't think so. I tried to get a hold of him. I don't. Doc Joe, I, I, when we tell you what you missed, um, you're going to be mad. Uh, I, I apologize that for not having your number. And uh, I think Ozzie, you found out some today. Ozzy, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I wish you were there too. Um, Carter, do you want to tell? the story because i call you right well and yeah, i'm, I'm like hear about I'm this 10, story. 15 minutes out
2: yeah you yeah, go. Yeah. okay so there was a dealer there that had that just got a collection in. just got a collection massive like just massive uh most i think 100 marvels um from from the modern age on down to like silver age you know what i mean Uh, The last time I saw a collection like that was probably uh, maybe like three years ago where um, a store had just got in like a collection of uh, modern age marvels plus variants. Okay, and uh, I take a look and I see just a ton of keys on the wall, see a ton of variants up on the wall. And I see. So I see. This, so we see this up on the wall. We have Wolverine number one from 2010. Oh yeah. Okay, this thing is super gorgeous. This thing is black. If you, if you uh, drive your spaceship into this cover, it will get lost. It is that black. It is deep. Do you hear me?
3: Okay, so we. I see- am so nervous. The way you're holding that book right now. I just want to eh, let you know. It is
2: it. An- it is what it is. You know what I'm saying. We, I got control. You know how. You know how like,
3: know, most of those
4: have those little white, the white ridges, like color breaks. that are printed that way. I can't even
6: get.
2: Yeah. I can't even get my so.
6: fingers on the other side of the
2: book. <laughs> ah! <laughs> this is from. I inherited this from my daddy.
6: But, I feel um, like he's got like play, It's like he's. Got, they're like playing cards. <laughs> like it. Like it's a, Like a mini comic.
2: And so, um, uh, so we see. So I see this. And I see a Siege 3 of the Deadpool, Deadpool J. Scott Campbell cover. Oh, boy. So Mitch, you, don't, you don't
4: see him at cons. You really
2: don't. What in no. the world? No, no, no you don't. So you don't see, see him there. anywhere. No, not at all. So I get that. So I get. So, OK, uh, both of them were a thousand apiece. And I'm like, I can't do like I can't I can't pay two thousand uh, dollars. I could do a thousand. How about that? So I decided to get this one um, mainly because – if you, I don't know if you, any of you guys remember Hero181 from back in the day. He used to do uh, comic book hauls, and he had shown this book off. And ever since I had seen it, I'm just like, I, I, I really want this. This book had been on my want list ever since. So I really got – so I wanted this, so I got this, and I called up – and actually, no. Did I call you up or – I called
5: around? you. I was like uh, – I'm 15 minutes out. It's okay. said- 8:40, 8:30. I'm like, are they already letting people in? Did you get in early with your buddy? Uh, yeah. give me the lay yeah. of the land. Did you leave anything for me behind? Okay. Right? I'm just I'm already breaking balls and he's telling me about the Wolverine Deadpool and I'm like drooling and trying to not dro- like wreck the car. <laughs> he's like, "They got a siege 3, you better fucking hurry." Yeah, cuz I'm like cuz I, as
2: much as I didn't want to buy it, I was just kind of like, eh, maybe I want to. Maybe I want to. So I'm so glad that um, that George picked that up. But um, yeah, we were talking and he's just like, like I told him about the Siege 3 and he's just like antsy for it. So um, I, so the next time, I, so it was like maybe an hour later, then I see him on the floor and then he's like, oh, of course I got it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, So I have... One half of the power sword, and George has the other half <laughs> of the power sword.
3: But but that doesn't that doesn't complete the Triforce. There. Let's talk about the other book that was there. Jesus, that's the book that was there. Now I wasn't there. I, I this is all third story. Now I, I do want to say how 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 I saw it. It was I real. Know, I know how were, was this dealer. Were there like fifty five people and they're just like yelling at them and trying to get all these books like.
2: Not that I saw it, it was okay. like like maybe one or two people at a time. Oh boy. It's not it wasn't a lot.
6: Was that was this
2: was this gone by the time you got there? Um yeah.
5: It was gone well, by saw, the time I got there for goddamn
2: sure. I just didn't see it. I uh like maybe it just wasn't
5: available. I I really don't know. No, it was um, gone before you got there too, because uh I'm the sure, guy that bought it, I asked him I was like, I bought the siege, why didn't you buy that? He's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, all right. Why the fuck didn't you buy the Wolverine Deadpool? He's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, all right. And then he bought uh, like major books for me. And I was just like, okay, cool. And he's a very nice guy. I don't want to uh, out him because mm-hmm. of uh, what he purchased. But um, yeah. I do want to absolutely fucking say thank you to uh, Adam, Adam's action figures and comics. Uh, located in Edinburgh, Ohio. You can reach Adam at 330-518-7324. He's got a Beach Comic Con on May 1st, 2021. Admissions only $3. Lord only knows what else he'll have. I might just go. Yeah, screenshot it. There's all your info. (laughs) Where's that at? Edinburgh? No, where the hell's that? Yeah, Edinburgh, Ohio. Scotland. The the BeachCon is in Akron. Jesus Christ,
4: I, I've never been so jealous. Oh, yeah, do BeachCon in Akron. Yeah, the con. What beach do they have amazing. there?
5: <laughs>
4: For those books at it's, it's that made out of prices, meth.
5: Remember we talked about that. Earlier? <laughs> So, dude, here's the craziest part. Like, there's that stuff. And then there was a father-son team. I told the son, uh, who's a a younger collector, uh, probably in his early teens, that were just walking around buying every um, minor key they saw. You know, like five, six copies of Moon Knight one at a time. Remember um, the guys that I sold the Star Wars one to, the father-son team? And then I had like a little bit of a talk with the dad and a little bit of talk with the son, like watch tales from the flip side. I hope you're here, dude. Uh Um, They went from like being apprehensive buyers. They went all in. I mean, I watched them spend major money because I'm like trying to get ahead of them as they go table to table and like they've got good taste. The kids got great taste and the dad had cash. And, um, you know, I was just like walking tables with them just because of kind of like the flow of traffic. I imagine that they weren't the only people there that were doing that. There was a ton of money uh, moving. Dealers buying. I mean, dude, dealers bought big books out of my backpack for crying out loud, uh, for cash. I mean, like major cash. Friends and family. Bam.
3: Yeah, Carter, I'm going to do the same when we go up to uh to our little con next in May. I'm going to bring me a backpack.
5: Hold <laughs> on, I've been to that store. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, been to,
5: those Adam's, uh, yeah. Been didn't been to that there, man.
3: Yes, I've been to that store. I was like, that name sounds
6: so familiar. Ah, uh, very many stores that this
0: guy
4: hasn't been to. That's true too, right? I, I had the next best thing, next to that set that just made me so incredibly jealous because I would have been shaking while I tried to buy those. Uh, is I had the Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, the first and second prints. Uh, or I mean, not second. The second print of number one and number two with the sketch uh, versions of those covers. Mm-hmm. I had I had a nine point nine set. The only nine point nine of each Jesus. cover, and I and I sold it. Oh
3: well, you still got those. You still got those other banger books too. Those Wolverine uh, color in sketch, don't you? The nine eights. Um, Did you don't you got a set of those? I don't know.
4: Remember, Maybe it's a
3: skull the skull one. The skull and he's. I 10. got a yeah. I do you have a
4: Wolverine three ten. Uh, yeah, color nine eight. I saw. So- nice. I sold the sketch because it was only nine uh, four. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> should have kept it. That thing doesn't come up anymore either. Yep. But yeah, that would have been yeah. Those are those are good purchases. I did in the same thing as I had the Deadpool one, the one that, that uh, Carter bought, uh, but it, it was nine two. Um, cracked it, cleaned it, pressed it, and uh, actually traded, and uh, came back nine point two, and uh, ended up selling. I made. I mean. I, I made good money on it, but like now it's just like, I'm all, you know, I can just get that again. Nope. Yeah. Nope. yeah
5: for, for people who aren't familiar with um, the I don't know what the hell you want to call them, the bling book and the, yeah, the Wolverine Deadpool book, uh, the reason that they're so beloved by uh, guys who got in around the same time as all of us got in, uh, I, I got out and then got back in, but um, it was because of the Promotional scheme, right? So it was Blackest Night time, and Marvel uh, decided to be savage for real for once. And they were like, "Send us fifty copies of the cover. Mail them in. We'll send you a variant." And this was like in the infancy of variants. You had, you know, the Batman RRP, um, you know, that predated these two, but uh, these were the first like real big Marvel variants um, to kind of counteract that Batman RRP and it worked well
6: congratulations guys
5: yeah. thank you sir
0: all right cool all right you guys want to get into some um market report let's see here oh i gotta pay attention now Shit. yes you <laughs> do my friend that is what you do all right uh you got it i'm gonna go take a uh, medical break and uh, i will
1: be back yeah all right let me get to the beginning here um So I wanted to start off with, uh, you know, a book we seem to always want to track. So many images are running behind, sorry.
5: Okay. That is some weird noises. What is that? Oh, that's my, I'm sorry, I got a candy bar, apologies. <laughs> Somebody knew George. <laughs> Right.
3: Hey, his, his sugar level is low.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Fallout for... i I'm um, hypoglycemic. Uh,
1: up and down, you know. It was trending a little closer, thirty three, thirty four hundred. Took a little dip. I mean, and this this happens. I mean, sometimes you get people looking slowing down. I mean, it's not a significant dip, but somebody caught caught it on a downturn and probably going to be pretty damn happy with it. So, uh,
4: so there were a couple twenty eight and twenty nine sales, I think. Also,
1: yeah. So I, you know. It dipped before, it'll probably do it again a little bit here and there. And I I don't expect it to change significantly, truthfully, because I think all of us would think at 2,500, we'd all be like, Am I buying in again? Um, I think that's just our mentality. Uh, Another book that's heading back towards records, this one, I mean, it was 3,000 a couple weeks ago. Now it's trending up to 3,450. Not a newsstand, not, you know, just up. I don't Great know. Um, you know, everybody spent so much time think talk about what's the next Walking Dead? What's the next Walking Dead? Apparently, the next Walking Dead was already out. It was Invincible. <laughs> I I honestly am surprised. I really didn't think that the animated show would cause it to spike as much as these numbers. I mean, I, I thought it was at a solid number at 2K. Um, it's a rare book. What is it? Seven thousand ish print run, or even less? Maybe I, I think that's the number, but I could be wrong.
4: Especially when they don't even know how to tag their own grade.
3: Yeah, and you and you were a champion on this book, man. Like you were, I, I was. I just didn't think
1: that animation would do. I mean, naturally, well, it was a first... rare book. People love the story. It's a rabid fan
5: base. Yeah, but that first trailer was fucking hot trash, dude. Like, uh, yeah. remember the first trailer it was terrible. It was. And then, and the show's awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I I'm sold admittedly my copy. I, behind. I did but... well. I, I don't care. I didn't have a nine eight. I kind of wish I'd had one, but. I, I'm glad it's doing well. I just didn't think it would get this number. I thought 22, 25, but who knows anymore, right? It's hard to predict where these highs are going to be. Cartoons the cuss, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, it may go up for a while, and who knows how many seasons they can do? There's a lot of source material on this one, man. Yep. And they're not really going fast. They're they're about an, an issue or 2 per episode they're not they're not burning through it. So, we will see. Um speaking of of the kind of old guard saga, I I caught this one purely cuz I hadn't noticed one in a minute. Um Canadian sale was roughly $500 and and I just more was thinking, man, uh, you know, this was the gold standard in independent books going and, you know, some of these newer ones are are already surpassing it in numbers and value, you know. Um
3: you yeah it's killing the
4: children's r- already higher than that. Yeah, yeah you you ice cream man has been RRPs. approaching it.
3: You well, know
5: that right? Like well, there d- are no RRPs on eBay right now. They're
3: correct. fucking gone. Well, do do we buy this? Okay, so this is a good example. Is this the book to buy? I mean, yeah, it's five hundred bucks, but you start storing them like one a month club or whatever you can afford, like one every two month club, and you start storing a you know a, a small graded box of these bad boys away, and then maybe for that I don't know. book,
2: for that book, absolutely. I you like know, that. I, I lo- I've always loved that book.
6: I had one at some point. What is the census numbers on nine-eighths of this?
3: I I didn't I didn't I'll, dig into it. I'll look right
6: now. It, <laughs> I would think it'd be really because this wasn't be. this was not I mean, this was not a low printed book book. No. Um, but it it's basically I mean when what was it fifty two when they stopped? What three and a half years ago? Yep. And I mean it's it's basically everybody kind of thought it would drop. I mean, it was like 350, 400 back then. It never really dropped. It's it's pretty much been exactly that number and just slowly gone up.
1: Yeah. And, and um, some flows, but nothing significant.
6: Pretty much never came down um, from where people thought it would because they, they, you know, obviously the book
1: stopped. So, yeah. I, and it's a sleeping giant, probably. Agreed. Uh, it, this one, it, Sean made fun of me a couple weeks ago. That maybe five weeks ago because I pointed out it went from about a two twenty-five to two hundred fifty dollar book to $300, 325. and now in another five weeks, it's uh, it's actually I looked and there were sales higher than this one. This was the one that caught me it was four sixty, but one sold for five hundred, so wasn't a
4: newsstand either. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not surprised.
1: No, uh, I'm not I'm just I'm just, just kind of like gear.
4: wow. Yeah. No, I mean, think about it. Uh, it. I mean, it's fairly logical. And like, and the fact that they don't give out the nine eights anymore, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's just that's where, you guys, it's where you should invest. It's not the old, all will just, I'll just, I'll just grade my own nine eight. It's not, it's not happening in that area <laughs> You can anymore. grade some nine fours. Oh yeah, you can.
3: <laughs> yeah. Saga's
5: the same way for the record. So I ordered, uh, like a ton of those from DCBS back in the day in, uh, Mylar's with fullbacks sent them uh, or had them uh, sold them to a buddy. I had like a short box of them. Long story, um, he sent I don't know tons to CGC and got like a twenty percent nine eight pass through on them. I mean they fucking hammered him with nine sixes. Uh, so yeah. uh, there might be a lot of nine eights on the census, but they ain't giving out anymore. If they don't have to. You no. know what I
4: mean? Not at all, man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how clean they are. Uh, I mean, that's not completely true. I mean, I, I'm, I, can't. Some, some really perfect, uh, like bronze and copper. Um, actually, both hit some, hit some nine eights. But let's just say that uh, it isn't what it used to be, and which kind of sucks because you can look at a nicer nine four, and this, you know, this isn't across the board or anything, and then pick up a 9.8 eight five and be like, shit, mine's way nicer, you know, yeah. and. Uh, yeah,
1: I, and who knows? I mean, there's a lot of variables in that whole thing too. You know, postal services crap these days, and um, you know they're expanding. So I, who knows what's happening, where and how it's happening, why it's not as many nine eights. But yeah, is
6: that are are you guys saying that is just for like bronze and copper, or is that yeah. on moderns yeah. too? Yeah,
4: uh, I mean it's it's hit or miss on on with with your grader, but uh, um. But de- but definitely uh, I mean bronze I mean come on it's just it's older so you're playing whatever but like yeah the coppers no they're just no they're they're not they're not dealing with it anymore um, you know what I mean um, I mean the the, the Spidey three hundred and newbies ninety eight nine eights they're just uh, they're going to be a lot stricter and that's it like wow. don't just don't expect just don't expect to get them. Well, and I don't. 9300 is a
1: notoriously tough book,
4: too. No, it's extraordinarily tough. Yeah, and I don't. I, mean, I don't
1: honestly. Th-
6: I mean, I mean, I'm looking at it from from the sports card angle. Getting PSA tens is brutally hard, and there and overall that helps the market. Um, it makes them worth probably double what they should be, just because they are hard to get. But it also makes it also makes nines worth more. So even even getting nine sixes on some of these is going to help in the long run. So if you've got if you're if you're looking to buy buy the nine sixes, I think they they've got room to move um, on a lot of these books that where the nine eights are selling for you know two three four grand. Buy those nine sixes. I think it, it it's already happened in the sports car market
1: that nines are now desirable when they used to not be. Well, so. I think it depends on the book. But, yes, I, I think there's some intelligent buys at the 9.6s. Yes. Um, we spoke of 300. I didn't want to post that one today, but uh, it's, its partner in crime showed up. Uh, 301, which uh, I did do some census looking on this one because I, I always remember that it's – uh this is a mofo of a book. Uh, it's always been tough. 203 nine eighths of this one versus – 1,386 of the 300. Um, yes, the 300 has been a more popular book the long term, but this one has always been a pretty expensive 9.8. Um, this sale kind of was a jump. It had been floating about a third of the 9.8 of 300, you know, in that $1,500 range or so. It finally kind of just drifted back. It tends to live at about half of the 300 as far as the 9.8 price. Um, mainly because it's just such a tough one to get. I think it has a lot of the same production flaws as the as the three hundred, and it's uh, just been a tough one. I,
4: I I think people didn't bother to grade it for a long time. It's it's not as it's it's nowhere near as thick, so it didn't it didn't sustain the damage. It's not printed. I mean, there's less printing. I mean, I don't know, but I don't you see
5: what... that it's not blowing up. You know what's another one that disappeared? They
4: used to sell for more than 300 like five years ago in
1: 98. I, I looked. It, it never really did on significant occasions. It it generally, if you followed the whole year trends, it was about 50,
5: 60%. All right. Yeah. So I think these are interesting. The like ASM 301. The other one that I think is interesting is uh, Hulk. 182 right the third issue in that arc uh, there are no high grades for sale on ebay anymore I, now what i didn't do and shame on me i meant to do this before the podcast uh, was look at the cgc census to see how many times that book had ever been subbed but i think as people try to pick up like 180 and 181 they're going to want the 182s i think it's the same deal with this one right like as they pick up the 298 and the 299 they're going to want the, yeah, obviously such, the 301 one two. These are such beautiful clear. bookends you know. Yeah. And this was the one that nobody wanted right like it was a cool cover but people weren't really big cover collectors back then they wanted 298 first McFarlane 299 first cameo 300 the anniversary issue first full
1: Yeah um Kind of the same trickle down effect. Our friend, the uh, second print of uh, Carnage, hitting four twenty five. I mean, the first prints are busting over a thousand bucks, twelve hundred, thirteen hundred, maybe. Uh, so this one is just, you know, high tide raises all ships on this guy. Mm hmm. We all, we all knew it was coming. We probably none of us bought any because we're like, eh. It's the second print, I don't need it. I got well, one left. <laughs> 98 or no.
2: Uh, ah, probably is 96. Just yeah. just to play safe.
1: Okay. Um think leg showed this one that shocked me. He uh threw it in the chat. Legend of Zelda 1.
5: Oh, stop it. <laughs> Bro, I got nightmare. one somewhere. I I got a shit. Uh-uh. That's a shame. Project Rumor
4: semicolon. What <laughs> project rumored semicolon? Yeah. Oh shit! How about
5: we take seventeen hundred then? <laughs> oh, I got I got to get my copy this see. Everybody's game.
4: playing Zelda right now.
5: Rumored. <laughs> oh,
1: so some numbers on this guy, just because I, I really had no idea. Um, One hundred fifty six total graded,
5: fifty eight nine eights, forty four nine sixes. Um, so there's more 98s <laughs> than there are of Hulk 182 but
1: <laughs> yeah. Um the last sale of a 98 was actually in March. Anyone care to guess how much?
3: 680. 400? Yeah. So
1: big jump for somebody pushing rumor news. Well somebody um, must have gotten 50 of those fucking
5: 98s. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, <laughs> is that you? And then started Love project it. And then started a project
5: rumor. <laughs> well, I've heard there's rumors floating around for. Well, it, got, now. it just got shit canned from uh, Netflix, remember? Because they, yeah. they let the like, that was the news. There's been no subsequent news.
1: Yeah, oh well. Um, was, I will was say, that, say that the
5: project was canceled. So uh, I did I notice there's
1: a variant on this one I didn't know about. There's a in the census, a no price variant. Wow. I'm assuming it means there's no price on the book. Uh, yeah. Only fifteen copies of the census on that one zero nine eights and three nine sixes. So, I'm gonna
2: look You could buy no. a sealed game for that much, like on the uh, on the uh, SNES. You could buy a sealed Legend of Zelda for that much. Fuck that.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't even collect games, and I'd rather have the game. Uh,
5: the gold case, dude. Yeah,
1: gold. that that was my childhood, man.
5: Yeah, I'll That fucker in my underwear drawer will just stay there forever. I'll be happy with it.
1: <laughs> so this one, this is a book I like, and this is one that I'm maybe going to kick Nico's ass for sort of talking me down from. Uh, Jesus Christ. No, the Get ever the more rare out of here. Um, preview of the nest with a shitty ass picture. Um, I I looked at the numbers on this book because this is one that I've bought a few of. i Sold the one, I think. Um, I have a nine six myself. Um, there are three nine All eights, right. four nine sixes, seven nine fours, thirty four total graded. Um, Sorry, John. This one sold for thirty two hundred. I recall looking. There was a two thousand dollar sale in nineteen, and then earlier this year one. Sold for twenty five hundred, and I was highly considering it. And I talked myself out of it, and George was like, Do "You really want to drop twenty five hundred on that?" And I'm like, eh, "Okay." Um, but I, you know, I think this one is just interesting. It's it, there's not a lot of them. I mean, I know we see them, but you don't see stashes of them. Um, it's a what eight page book, I think.
0: Yeah, and this hits like all the like the the charts on crossover and nostalgia. Uh so many different fans of this in general.
1: It's the rarity first Valiant published book.
0: First yeah. Valiant published book. This is a major, major book that is undervalued in my opinion. When people used to like Valiant.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, it's I still Nintendo, like Valiant. Yeah. I still like Valiant.
1: Cool. Um, so I yeah, this one not shocking, but shocking all at once, I guess. It was it was a bit of a wow. Um
5: you think that fucking price is sustainable? I don't know. Oh,
2: man.
1: There's not. I don't know. It, it's a tough book to to find in grade. Uh, I've seen some, but a lot of them are beat to piss. I'm surprised there's that made nine eights because there weren't for a long time.
4: Of the of the mark of the is it is? It, do you know? Have you felt the raw one? Is it like that that slick cardstock like they did on a lot of their? No, stuff? no, it's like paper. The Mario the, is Mario is like yeah, very
1: yeah. thin stock. Ah, okay. It's very thin. A lot of them are tattered. It's it's a very. It's not quite the it's not quite the sonic and being like all newsprint because it does have a glossy paper, yeah. but it's yeah. thin. Oh boy, look at this! Um, this book is one that <laughs> interests me. Nice. I don't. I, I think I'm surprised because this one doesn't seem to be trending up like everything else. Spawn. It isn't. It it's more of a novelty, I guess. But that came with the uh, VHS. There is one nine, nine of this puppy and 48, nine, eights, 79 total graded. Um, probably it's, you know, the mini book thing always throws thing off, but for under 200 bucks, man, that feels like a pretty solid buy. It just they, isn't bringing they, up.
4: They Honestly, I, I think that book must have kept really well in there. I, I, I know I've got one or two um, somewhere, to be honest. I, I didn't even consider looking at them for grading, even though they, they look nice, I um, uh, not that I wouldn't now, but uh, also uh, so uh, my comic shop.com I remember at one t- point because it was on my watch list they had like 25 30 copies like, in- you know how they individually grade and scan books yeah uh, they don't I mean sometimes they don't scan them so I pay attention to that like and I think they had like 15 of them up that they listed and they're you know notoriously tough raw graders they listed like 15 copies at nine point six raw huh. okay. so I think, however that thing was like was sealed. Like it got in there nice and came and came out nice. So like I don't know how many are out there, but uh, they they must have survived pretty well compared to most packaged goods. Well, I'll show you guys how they survived.
5: Well, they're right, buddy. Show.
0: So Be real Brian
5: McLeay, what's up? Yeah,
0: this is how they survived. So uh, this is a book that I've been buying for years. I probably have maybe close to 20 of them right and and here is why and i'll show you this not anymore you can't do this anymore um but it's it's because uh you could buy these in the vhs on ebay for cheap because people thought they were just trash and they the the casing does fall apart sometimes but some are in really nice condition they have the there's two of them there's another pink one that's a it starts with a V. I can't forget what it is, but it's Todd McFarlane too. And it has Spawn. The books are always really trash because they've been put in this. But that little Spawn thing sat on the back end of the book, Wow. Ah. so it's in, it's in a good spot. It doesn't it, it get tore up. Yeah, and, and it's got a little. It's got a little numbered card in here. You can see this card right here. This is numbered to to what copy number it is. Hmm. So. Pretty cool stuff, but yeah, I must have a box of just packaged just like these of probably ten or fifteen in the garage, nice. because you could buy these things for six
4: bucks. in eBay. the garage in Arizona? Yeah, they're yeah. Not, they're not all melted. No,
0: not yet, not yet. <laughs> all right. Well, the VHS probably won't play. Yeah, the VHS probably won't play. You're right. You are right, sir. <laughs> Very cool. Right. Right. So let me go. Let me go back. All right. How
1: much are VHS players on eBay? <laughs> where are you at john uh i got you um right. i'm gonna jump i'm gonna do a, you know another spawn but, but also a forum for my boy matt who's been floating around the chat tonight um those have been around a long time have probably seen this a few times it's the spawn um it says spawn five german edition but it's actually a printing of spawn nine with the um, you know whatnot cgc 98 i don't think it's a tough book to grade because of the the hard yeah
5: but embossing. is that a lower number for that i felt like i've seen prior auctions that were higher or at least one prior auction was. Higher. I,
1: I think it ebbs and flows people don't think about it but it, it you know within the foreign kind of niche this is one of those books that people kind of found early mm. you know kind of like the turner superman there's been a, a handful of books that people go oh that's a foreign i don't know that one i almost spent some money on it um but i think this is starting to kind of pick back up in interest so i was i was on a spawn kick and thought i'd share it if for all those new collectors that maybe hadn't seen it and haven't lived through the uh, uh, uh spec cycle of this character you know which seems to happen every couple of years um another big foreign sale true auction that blew all of us away in the, the foreign market. This is uh, La La Prensa Daredevil 1. Um, it had been a, you know, a few hundred bucks for years, maybe three, four hundred. I even bought one this, I don't know, was this year or right at the end of last year for four hundred bucks. Uh, this is a decent copy for, for La Prensa, um, probably in the six range, maybe as high as a seven, um, but blew out all our kind of estimations, hitting 2000 I think the issue is, it is we're so used to there being, you know, just cheap foreigns that the U S market is exploding so much that, you know, if they're double one U S is double, triple in price, then it's only logical. Some of these are double and tripling in price just because of, you know, the, the major key itself moving. Then you add a handful of more players in the market and it goes. Um, also today I saw the, uh, there was a 1.5 CGC version of this that sold for nine, nine seventy-five. Jesus Christ! So the foreign market is is picking up. You know, I I know I've been beating the drums. I'm honestly almost to the point I'm not buying because it's it's you know at, at the prices I'll 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 wait and watch. I'm not selling either. So, um, but yeah, some of these bigger Marvel keys. Uh, La is a big one. Um, it seems to be kind of the easiest one to translate over. People have been collecting the Loprenza's a long time. Um, I did also see a, oh, I can't even remember which one. Uh, one of the Scandinavian Hulk 1s sold for 3500 today. So God a lot damn. of foreign sales moving, especially on the big marble keys. Uh, Very cool. George, I, I apologize for this one. I know you have been talking about it, but uh, newsstand Spider-Man 1, 9.8s. Wow starting to trend up just like all the other newsstands um, you know the standard book on this is still I think under a hundred bucks or right around a hundred but the newsstand is going for you know triple that uh, I want to talk about oh, the other geez. one before I talk about this one this Jesus book, Christ first
4: uh, yeah first story.
1: <laughs> yeah So are we thinking this character is going to be bigger than shuri because you know again i can buy this one for 700 and this one i can buy for a thousand I, I i just sometimes doubt people putting money in some of these particular items
4: dude. So. um that, why, dude, why? That, that's almost caught up with the with america
6: yeah, but the, but she's, I mean, she's, America has no show of her own. She's going to have a show of her own. Um, she does, she does hit a, she does hit a dynamic of people, you know, yeah, with, being, you. with being, with being deaf that is really never been explored before. Um, other, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a whole different, um, I, I don't think that, I don't think the thousand dollars is is out of range on this. I don't think that's I don't think that's crazy to be honest.
4: I just well, so that's just, Gene Wilder I, and Richard Pryor on the cover. Is that- just <laughs> when I,
1: I I compare it to this book, to me though, this we just is,
5: got canceled. There we go.
1: You know what I mean? This this book to me is she's going to obviously be a big player in the MCU, if not helm the damn movie.
5: Well. And okay, I think, for the well, record, if, if there's she, if she different gar- Shuri if, books that are more expensive, though. Let's, let's not fucking forget that. I mean, Christ, that fucking variant, the one Black Panther variant, Black Panther 1, Black and White it, Campbell. It, yeah, yeah like, but I'm comparing
1: a, a standard
5: first appearance, non-variant. Yeah, you, well, there's no Echo variant. So, you know, as, that may – but the point is they're equal, right, at that point by all assessments. And is as that soon, fucking ridiculous? As-
6: as soon as Shuri is confirmed as being Black Panther, it will be a thousand dollar book.
1: That, that's, I guess that's what I was getting across is if I were going to dump money in one, I would dump it in the other one. Cause to me, a thousand seems like the cap on this guy.
5: Now, ask Carter. I was buying um, Echo, uh, Daredevil, David Mack covers. I'm like, is that Echo? Is that Echo? Yeah. <laughs> is that Echo? I took them all. <laughs> like, I'm fucking, I don't even know who Echo is. I'm like, this one? No. No only reason that I, looks like her i don't know i've never read that shit she did a
1: nice Put uh run in in the moon night well, i don't know volume five maybe she was in that one
5: Fuck to buy now, but i'll try to buy those two thanks uh
1: David this Maco, one, he draws the cover Um uh, continuing Jesus. to gain gain steam uh, all right. this one i i understand why it's going but man I, I just think to myself how many of these did i flip for 30 40 bucks well, I mean, is
5: that 17. the fucking iteration of the Thunderbolts that's even anybody's ever suggested ever? That's why that one doesn't make any damn sense to me. No chance. It's it's yeah. kind
1: of, to me, like, you know, uh, Brave and the Bold 25. It It is the name, but it's not the team. And yeah, The uh,
5: difference is the Brave and the Bold 25 is a classic Silver Age <laughs> well, banger. You know, but you know a what I mean? That's, that's the, but
1: hold on. Isn't this
0: team still the, the Zemo-led team? So this... If, if if that is the first appearance of Zemo as this character, that's a big deal, right?
6: Team team books suck.
0: Because Zemo, everybody's talking about Thunderbolts now because of a Zemo-led team, right? So they're gonna probably do this type of thing.
5: They're not do gonna do the do the dancing. What's that? Do the video of Zemo dancing?
0: Yeah, every he's a likable guy now. He's the likable Loki.
6: He's the he's a character people love. He's a they're making him likable
0: for a reason.
6: Well, then, then buy then buy Zemo books. Don't buy Thunder. Don't buy team books. But unless, uh, this is why unless they're, making, they're unless they're Avengers or Justice League.
2: Just it, like says, uh, it says, it
5: Thunderbolts.
4: It says Thunderbolts on it. So pay seven hundred bucks. Hey, I don't know, man.
1: Um, <laughs> I, just showing this Black Adam starting to really Whoa. peak.
4: That's cool though, man. That's a sweet book. That is
1: a great book. I love it. I don't. I think I have a copy floating around, not a nine eight, but I, I know I got a raw copy, but I have no idea where it's at. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I hope I didn't sell it like an idiot. Um, I
5: just root for Alex Ross books, you know. Yeah, it's true too. Um, so this one is
1: this is the head scratcher of the week to me. Um, Jesus Christ, eight oh Ghost Rider. Um, everything I can tell looks like the buy it now sold after this auction.
4: That that I mean that honestly like that happens on comic sites a lot and I laugh like sometimes I'll screen cap and show people like there's just there's bidding there's bidding wars now eBay I would I would generally like to call that less likely yeah you know what I mean like I'll you'll see uh like, like my comic shop has auctions where they sell a bunch of books and there'll be like a a you know a raw nine zero auction up to like sixty bucks when there's a nine two listed for like thirty two. <laughs> and it's just cuz people are just caught up but uh i don't know were they, if they were both listed at the same time i don't know if there's a way to tell that hey, Dude, hey
6: maybe somebody
5: just up.
1: maybe somebody just really liked those white pages
4: i, yeah, I was going to say the white pages might be it that's a good point
1: that's a pretty big premium though Jeez. White,
6: yeah well yeah for for i guarantee you probably you probably crack and resub that 80 eight oh with
1: white pages it comes back off white to white yeah that's a that's a i don't know i i i don't it could just be people didn't see that one. Maybe that one got listed right after this one and the seller didn't notice. I, I didn't I didn't observe them both up at the same time. I just know the other one sold after, according to GPA, according to when I filter eBay. Uh, you know, maybe somebody just listed it right after this auction, not paying attention. Yeah. Or or people were watching this one, hadn't seen the other one pop up and, and bam. Either way, this book Snipe. is Freaking
5: was the $4100 sale uh, of my comic shop listing? No. Well, fuck there goes my one uh, rational explanation.
4: No, cuz I think they do they do the free ship and then they do yeah. like by the Your point. they always have a weird price because it's like a multiplier of whatever the the whatever the buyer set the price at the consignment price. What yeah, and that's what, what
6: was the what was the 80 that sold before the
4: 6800 one? Um Fort 4000 range. I set the 7.5 record at like 1200. That was great, apparently. So, I, I just, it could have
1: been somebody <laughs> and had it queued up and looked at the last price, and this one jumped about the same time. I, I don't know.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, either way, healthy, good, you know? Yeah.
3: This book is skyrocketing.
4: Dude's like some of our age now.
3: It's better, it's better lighting, better listing picks.
4: Yeah, that too. Possibly, I mean, possibly, but you know, it happen happens all the time. Like, I mean, just people just have no, I have no idea. Um, Duck Joe posted just in a hangout of, of a bookie bot. And I was like, Oh, I haven't seen those on eBay lately. So I, I looked it up and there's a $50 sale and a week later there's a, a you know, a three or $4 sale. And, and, it, and I'm just all dude. And I saw it was from a comic store and I'm like, what kid do you have doing this? Like do your homework. Like there was just no other listed, so they just put it up for like four bucks or something.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, can't can't fix it. No. Um I I think we've shown this book before, but I needed an obligatory red chair? chair sale. Um you know, Ghost Rider, the uh the catch version is is on fire. I it's not surprising. But I, I don't know. I guess I don't know how hard that is in a 9-8. Did
3: you ever key. get
5: this guy? Did he ever email us or anything? I don't think
3: so yet. No, he never, he never hit me back on eBay. I actually messaged him on eBay. Yeah, we're a uh, very disappointed pink chair guy. We would like so, to talk so, to you. So low-key, I've been trying to buy a newsstand on one of these uh, raw. Um, it's been uh, challenging, to say the least. Uh, everybody, You know, I saw one in a, in a group I'm in, and um, – Everybody just asked what the condition of number one. It was a lot of like one through five or whatever they ran. And everybody just cared about the condition of number one. So it's it's becoming a more popularized book. Uh, obviously, besides... Uh, well, Marvel's I mean, newsstand, I could
1: see this high. I guess I just don't know on the grading on this Wait
5: one. till the jackoffs that are spending $700 on fucking Danny Catch figure out that there's a JCPenney second print. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Oh, so you know? Did I say that out loud? Oh
4: boy! Yeah,
5: oh, um, God, it's Funisher tough to
4: differentiate too.
1: Just trying to trying to hit all the market caveats. Oh. Sometimes I get a little too focused on copper and modern and gold. So I'm trying to hit some of the mid mid stuff, the bronze and silver. I, I stop looking sometimes because it's like I can't afford any of it right now. So
4: but the I, record but for I'm, that at fifteen hundred.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't like talking about this when Ozzy wants to punch me over selling a nine four if you years I, back. I did I did
4: Jesus. get a copy
5: for forty bucks one once because it was such low grade. I just want to see Spider-Man take a shot at Tom Holland. Or I'm sorry, Punisher take a shot at Tom Holland.
3: Oh wow. I'm, I, I'm, uh, this is the one book I regret not buying, honestly. I've never had this book before. I think they could do the greatest like Punisher
5: adult movie slash TV show, whatever. If they would just make him a Chris Kyle sort of character, you know what I mean? Like sniper cool. And then uh, you could make it, you could tell that story well enough now, um, edgy enough now. And I love Burnthal. I'd let him do it and just kickstart it all over again. And it would be perfect.
1: All right. Uh, Hawkman caught a raw sale. I, I've seen a few high grades pop up, but they all get pulled down. So they're either selling private or or whatnot. There was an 8.5 up for about five grand or best offer. It disappeared after two days, not sold, just gone. Um, so I, I'd love to get a place to track. This was one of the few sales that was actually you know an auction that ended. Me looking at it, there's a popped fold. It's decent shape. I, I'm assuming it's kind of in that four, four and a half, maybe a five range. So 1,500 on a raw mid-grade is pretty damn strong. <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah. Is that is that one of the uh, few DC books to believe in? I mean, Zatanna's coming to, right? She'll yeah. have the same success as Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, maybe way, pardon me, way more. I, I think it's coming.
1: I mean, it, the thing that's always held the back's to the cover. She's not on the cover, but... People are getting used to that cover. It's not a terrible cover; it's just not. She's just well. Not on
5: it's it. going to get a lot better when Hawkman's in Black Adam, right? Yeah. Like you know, because the comic book crazies like us We're like Hawkman, cool, but like you know, yeah, I think that'll make him. it real mainstream if they sell him. Um,
1: I just thought I'd share this one.
3: Yeah, that's another book I regret not buying. Yeah i should try to buy Ozzy Oof. if you wouldn't let me. Woof.
4: Yeah.
1: there's an ugly-ass copy, too.
4: <laughs> All right. A couple <laughs> well, in gold in Street. Gold is it, is it just a- Rusto? It's an SS resto.
6: Yeah, it's an SS resto. I was yep. looking
4: at that, too. I was like, yep. Mm-hmm. That, at least, see, the yellow overpowers the purple. It does. So, you know what I mean? And if it's like, uh, <laughs> how Rusto can you be at a 1.5?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Man. I've, all, I've
4: always, I've literally always wondered that it could be know? trimmed. Jesus.
1: Yeah, trust c- me. I had the point five trimmed asm one, if you recall. But wouldn't trimmed? Wouldn't
6: trimmed be green label though? Or no, trimmed is no. no. It's the fucking Feel. purple yeah, But dude,
5: I'd be fucking putting raggedy ass, fucking jagged shit in this, trying to get it to go back. Yeah. Um.
1: That's a beautiful freaking book. God damn, pedigree. that's fucking smart buy. Pedigree. Nice. I, I'm sorry, I didn't write down which pedigree it was, but frick. Beautiful.
4: Yeah, that that platinum or silver or whatever that is, still throw me off. <laughs>
1: that's freaking gorgeous. I mean, that's a tough book. All black. Oh, damn. Goodbye. Um. Daring number nine, another piece yeah, of. thank you.
3: Bitch. You son of a bitch! Why did you put this up, man? Why? I mean, I, so I watched this book. Um, how long has it been, Nico? How long did I watch this book? About for? a week. Yeah. Well, Sorry. you didn't
1: pull the you didn't pull the lever. I didn't. Uh, thank you, style collector. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, we really do. Thank you.
3: All Pity right. two bids too, man. It's it's a, a cool cover, man. Pink sharks, we talked about this. I mean, yeah, you it's a gorgeous
1: one. I know, I, I know we talked about it on Vintage Voyage a few times. I know, I know my boy DS is all over it somewhere.
3: I mean, and it's a 6-0 too. I mean, it's always that's a, a nice copy. grade. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if you lost
5: out the DS, because that's at least like a good loss. Well, I'd, I hope I did.
1: Um, what's the last one here?
5: Man. Yeah, baby. Beat I, ass, I, corner
1: cut, raggedy. But still, is it complete? I didn't even dig into it. I mean, it's missing that corner.
5: Yeah, but I mean, Some, does that like somebody did fr- it? Does it have like a back cover and pages? <laughs> or is that? I didn't,
1: I didn't look for the completeness. I really
5: didn't. I just. It's like saw a sign too. I wonder if that's real. I don't know, dude. I, I that, that's the not name sure of the what's guy, going dude. on there, but that's a gorgeous fucking cover, man.
4: Yeah. Dude, that, oh, yes. that's somebody. That was somebody's only girlfriend in like nineteen nineteen forty eight.
5: I don't think that's Baker. I think that's like and, some and dude. He wrote, really...
4: Yeah, he wrote his name right where he was staring when he got this. When he was eight, <laughs>
1: I I my it was a it's a one bid one. This was an insta buy for somebody.
0: He's like, I know my friends are gonna steal this, and, and so I'm just gonna put my name in big, huge letters, the first place that their eyes are gonna look. Yeah. Well, he missed yeah. it.
4: He no, him. he's just the first dude to have his girls get tats on their thighs. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, Brian, I tag you, sir. All right. Uh, we're going to go through these fast. There's stuff all over the place, but this is craziness. There must have been like 200 Probstein auctions for this 2020 Pokemon Champions Pass Charizard PSA 10. They all sold for this amount. There must have been 200 of them. I swear. It was absolutely crazy what these things are selling for and how many of them sold this last week. Um, this is interesting. Uh, Spider-Man, the McFarlane era prisms. Look at some crazy prices on those. This is crazy. Magic. The gathering revised edition. 11 sealed booster packs sold for 63 bids for $2,700 for like Jesus. 15 packs. I think maybe. Is that, is that the Lotus card? I don't think so. I don't think so. Chat let us know what if any of you guys know what's crazy in these Magic revised edition 11 packs. Uh I would love to know. Um all right, this is also crazy. Look at these, these are Yu-Gi-Oh starter decks, not Pokémon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Look at those prices on those things. 5600, 3000, 6500, 3000. Absolutely bonkers. Um so this is uh we talked about the Martin Van Buren autograph I think last week. Here's some more presidential stuff, not autographs, but pieces of hair. A 2020 historic autographs George Washington piece of hair, a strand of his hair, DNA certified, sold for $687 and a same thing with John F Kennedy sold for 50 uh
4: $560. So, that's kind of so, crazy. So you could literally like recreate those people in a few years.
2: <laughs> it's like, <"Pintar>! all right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like Jurassic Park
2: Jurassic
6: Presidents. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Just saying. Pinto, hey, I think the funny. Marvel Now series uh with uh, uh first of Deadpool, uh they might have used these cards to bring all the presidents back. Yeah,
0: that would be awesome, dude. That would be awesome if that's true um this is kind of cool another jay-z this is the the black refractor out of 399 sold for 2200 this is from oh my gosh
3: right card man
0: beautiful card card. that's a great looking card with the green it's crazy a 2018 star wars archive signatures chopper who who signed this? The guy who created Chopper? I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but Chopper's autographed card sold for $762. Was out of 23, shout out to uh, MCM fan Tim, uh, absolute geek fan Tim, who builds – he's built a uh, Chopper for the cosplay group, which is kind of cool. But, man, Chopper fans, $762. I don't know who autographed it, but it's kind of crazy. This was interesting. All right, so – I talked about music memorabilia last week and uh here's uh the very first Beatles um 1964 Meet the Beatles LP it, the it's worth more without the BMI publishing as you can see uh recent one sold for $2800 there's a, this is kind of cool, an Elvis Presley original Sun 45, sold uh, just the 45, sold for about 500 And then a Beach Boys uh, Surfing original 45, sold for $2,600. And these are all bids, major bids on all these, right? So this is crazy. But here's something really crazy that I want to share with everybody. So I think we've talked about this quite a bit. And this is the Beatles Yesterday and Today album. And this is what the regular cover looks like right so the crazy thing about this album is that originally had the Beatles on there tearing apart a baby okay this is the original album for the Beatles yesterday and today Uh, it got sent out to record shops I believe this is what the tale is I can we'll read this here in a little bit if I can Um, But uh, it got sent out to record shops. People freaked out. So they sent the record shops like pastable covers for these albums. And the few that got out like this, this is a one with it pasted on and they just pasted it over with a new album cover. And then they sent this this uh, letter to the stores telling them what they're doing and all this stuff. This is the complete presentation, the original album without it pasted on. The, the letter and a pasted-on copy sold for $1,200, right? This one is just the, the album with the pasted-on copy. You could see up top the original part, but just the album with the pasted cop, uh, cover sold for $1,200. So this is wow. a really rare, famous uh, album in Beatle lore. So if you guys ever see this album... Uh, make sure to see if it's got the pasted on cover and of course the album that you always want to look for is this one with the with the babies being the little plastic babies being pulled apart. They call it the butcher album because um, they're wearing butcher or cloaks or whatever. So really crazy stuff. I love shit like that. Um, you can always find those like in your half price books or play, you know places that sell like records and stuff. All right. Where was I? Um, all right. Here's some card stuff. I can't believe this because I'm a huge Lawrence Taylor fan. That was my favorite football player growing up. Uh, My favorite card growing up was the 82 Tops Lawrence Taylor rookie. And I always tried to get a PSA 10, but they were – I thought they were expensive back then. But this is a a Becca Grading 10, which is pristine, which is crazy. But the the 82 Tops Lawrence Taylor also came – there was an in action card with it. So it's kind of like considered as rookie but it's the inaction card. This guy has both at pristine 10s sold for $400,000. Jesus Christ.
3: Do you think they're really 10s or I mean Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's a tough card and that it looks beautiful right there. And if you yeah. buy the the Beckett, I think those are 10s. Okay.
6: Yeah, just even just PSA 10s are brutally hard to find in that card. Yes.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Say it's the most average player but the card comes back at a 10. Uh, what are we talking about? Price depends price? on
0: the set. Uh, the 86-87 the set has super average players that if you can get them in a high grade, you know, um, high grade, it, it'll it sell, or sorry, the 86 tops, but the 86-87 Fleur basketball also. If you get them in high grade, they sell for crazy. They're common players. Yeah,
6: because there are people that, kind of like in comics, you know, with the CGC uh, registry sets, um, there are, card collectors who do the same thing and they want they want as many high grades to for their set as they can get. So you get a ten in a common, it's gonna sell no matter no matter what. Just because yeah. they're those guys want that. And they're I hard really, to come by. I really love the eighty five
0: OPG Lemieux right now because if you look at I mean this is a nine, this is a PSA nine. And fifty four hundred for a PSA nine is a lot of money. But f- Think about where you would put Lemieux right under Gretzky, right? He's got to be the second greatest, or maybe you could fight that with Gordie Howe as, as him and Lemieux being second greatest. But if you can find uh, OPC Lemieux rookies in high grade, and I would pick them up as much as you can because I don't think they've really taken off to what the Gretzky is doing, and Lemieux is up there. And it's still an OP, They have the same. They have an OPC and a Tops. So you want to get the Opeici, Uh Super hard uh, to get in high grade. Um, great card. Great card. As you can see, one PSA 9 sold for $5,400. And this is the type of stuff that Michael Jordan collectors love, right? They love the rare inserts from the late 90s. Here is a PSA 10 1996 Bowman's Best uh, Uncut Atomic Refractor. Sold for $9,200. Absolutely and crazy. Wow. And that one's greened. Yeah, green. All right, here's the greatest Michael Jordan card in my opinion. Uh, I know the '86-'87 Fleer is the one everybody wants. It's iconic, but this card is so hard to find that I don't even think grading companies will even grade this card anymore because it's been it's it, it's terrible. It was it was horribly reprinted, right? back then the star sets are notorious for being reprinted very hard to grade very hard to tell if i mean there's really good reprints out there because that's how they printed them back then but this is the so if you remember the 86 87 Fleer basketball is considered jordan's rookie he played he got drafted in 84 right so this is three years or two years before that 86 87 Fleer card uh there is other star cards in the set but this is the main one for it all this is the jordan rookie in my opinion if i could have any jordan rookie this would be it if i could have any jordan card this would be it this is uh absolutely amazing here's an 84 star michael jordan uh bgs seven sold for twenty one thousand six hundred dollars so.
2: OK, so was this book going back? Was this was this like in a magazine or something or was so, it like different is in a pack or what? the
0: way they sold these is in team packs. Right, Ben, they sold them in yeah. team packs. They literally cut them and print them and put them in team bags and sold them in team bags and they would send them out. And you could and I think they only sold certain sets like in individual cities right then you could only yeah, get
6: yeah i mean they were they were the dis- the distribution was weird on them and i mean they had different like little i mean there's other there's other jordan like in like the 85 he's got like four different cards so it's got you know like they're all kind of different um psa will not grade star cards at all they never have they i don't think they ever have um because the counterfeits are so difficult and honestly that's that if it wasn't the counterfeit question this would be a hundred thousand dollar card I mean, it just – it it's the counterfeit. Even though it's graded by Beckett, um, there's still questions as to whether or not it's authentic. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, like I said, it would be a $100,000 card.
0: Super rare card. Super rare. Uh, this cu- next card is one of my all-time grails. It's uh, – I you know, I'm out here in Phoenix. I've been watching Larry Fitzgerald play since he got drafted. Um, out here in Phoenix, we were lucky to have two of the greatest, uh, community minded sports athletes in all of sports at the same time. And Larry Fitzgerald and Shane Doan, I respect those people, those two immensely. And the problem with trying to get Larry Fitzgerald cards is there, there's not very many of them, especially the good ones. The playoff contenders is very low printed. This is the, uh, SP authentic, uh, Patch Rookie, which they only made out of 25. They've always been hard to find Larry Fitzgerald rookie cards, and this one is t- one or two. Uh, this recently sold for $3,300, uh, which is I, – I, you rarely see them. I, I'm not surprised. All right, here's a couple more. So you've got the 2017 Panini Prism Patrick Mahomes Prism rookie, recently sold for 10 grand, I believe. Doc Joe and Trey both bought one of these, Sean, if I'm not mistaken. A couple when the collectibles when the collectibles first started, they each picked up one of these for like 900 bucks or something, or 700 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Then we have, of course, this is a PSA nine tops fiftieth Kobe that recently sold for 3,700. Um, and a 0809 Topps Chrome Kobe orange refractor, but it's the Kobe with LeBron guarding him that sold for $3,600 with 19 bids. So absolutely crazy. Listen, there there were card sales in the last two weeks guys that are absolutely mind blowing on eBay. And I'm not even touching, getting anywhere near to some of the crazy cards that were sold just on eBay. Uh, here's some more comic stuff. These are all uh, <laughs> Marvel Jesus masterpieces. Look at the Christ. prices
5: on these. I <laughs> um, yeah. still got a fucking unopened box of that shit. <laughs> like It's in my bedroom. It's my, uh, I got a corner of shame. It's like my my corner of shame with all my Marvel cards that I was supposed to have already sent to Stein so he could look at them. Uh, unopened boxes, some of them in sleeves that I mangled because I don't even know how to get cards in sleeves. <laughs>
0: yeah bananas Absolutely. it's crazy it's crazy think,
5: I, if anybody at home thinks i'm listening or i'm uh i'm like exaggerating i'm not i literally don't know how to get them in the sleeves without like it's bad so what
0: we're looking at here Cut is the corner four four recent sales of marvel cards with each an average of uh what like well one was 2900 one was 3900 another one was 800 another one was 1,300. Absolutely crazy. They're all PSA 10s, so it must be super hard to get PSA 10s. Um, well,
1: the other thing is PSA is shut down right now.
0: Exactly. And I saw a lot of raw card sales too over the last week. All right, here's some interesting stuff. Uh, I talked about the homies last week. Here's another set of homies. The series five, or this is three figures uh, sold for $51. My second grail for G.I. Joe is the carded storm shadow 84 peach carded storm shadow here's one that's an afa 80 recently sold for 3100 dollars, and the famous gi joe starduster complete uh loose sold for 258 dollars
5: can i ask you something about these uh, gi joes mm-hmm. so aren't they all gonna eventually explode in those packages because the rubber bands are bad No, the rubber
0: bands, well, they're probably a lot of them, the rubber bands already loose, but because they're in the bubble, they stay stay together a little bit. But a lot of them are already even in the bubble, they're broken. There's a lot of them that are broken. And also, if you didn't take good care of where you stored a sealed card and how you stored it, that bubble is popping off. So you're right, Nico. A lot of these Figures are falling apart, and that's why this one sold for so much. And also, look how white the Storm Shadow is. That figure well, yellows well, over time.
5: What the fuck do you do? Hey, Not, there's get, nothing you them, can
0: do. That's why it sells for thirty one hundred dollars for keep an FAE. Keep, it keep, like, like, keep
2: them dark. Keep yeah. them dark. Yeah. Cool. That's well, all, I, I, all you can. I, I keep I, them dark. <laughs> keep them dry. Keep them cool. That's all you can do. I, yeah, I heard shoot somebody shoot say
1: like comics. <laughs> I heard somebody say collectibles that have more than one material. Suck to deal with. Comics fit in there with the staples and the paper. These are worse. Plastic glue, adhesive. I mean, you use so many things you're dealing with. It's it's freaking tough.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. One of the greatest all time G.I. Joe sold recently. This is uh, by far in the lore of G.I. Joe, probably the greatest figure in the lore of G.I. Joe. It is a prototype figure called the Pimp Daddy Destro, and that's a name given to it by G.I. Joe fans. In 1997, Hasbro decided to put out this Destro figure looking like this, but uh, I think they pulled it back because it had – some type of pieces in it that uh, were childproof. It came with like a little uh, a disc shooter thing, I think. I'm not like 100% sure. Like a
5: pimp cane?
0: Yeah, well, I wish. But <laughs> they decided not to sell it and only a few got out. And here is one of them, uh, Pimp Daddy Destro. They actually remade this figure for San Diego Comic-Con, I believe, one wow. year. Yeah, so you can was buy it. Was it Comic-Con car- or was it G.I. Joe Fest? I think it was Comic-Con. Um, so but, yeah, here we go. Loose, 45 biz, $3,500. Amazing score right there. Absolutely amazing. All right, some more crazy card stuff. Uh, Zion Williamson Silver PSA games Ugh. are selling for $5,000. $5,000 for a Zion Williamson
6: Silver. Hey, let he me just that? say, Zion is, is going – I mean, in five years, you will probably be saying, why didn't I buy Zion?
4: Is he that yeah. good? then? he's, he's yes. bullying people. They call him calling him Point Point Zion these days. He's he, running he, point over there.
6: He will be. He in five years when LeBron is gone, he will be the face
4: of the NBA. The, the only issue probably is, in all honesty, like as violent as he goes, like ten We're good here. years is probably what you're going to get. But I mean, that, I'm not saying that's like a small amount of time for 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 an athlete's career. But like, you know, it's just, yeah. Well, You know what I mean? Like Blake Blake Griffin trajectory as far as, you know, injuries and violence and and, uh, stuff like that. Although he's a lot shorter, but yeah.
0: Well, I heard one when he was being drafted that they were kind of like uh, talked about how how strong Bo Jackson was when Bo Jackson suffered that hip pointer, right? He basically on his own because (laughs) he was so strong caused his hip to – pop out of socket well they're saying that zion williamson is so strong that he could jump and just injure himself because of how much power is being
4: you Jeez. know yeah he yeah. popped it. he popped his air maxes dude <laughs> and this well same same uh, blake i mean blake griffin's injury he that's why he his rookie year was his actual second year because he didn't play a game he dunked so hard he split his kneecap yeah when, when he landed
2: <laughs> yep.
4: you know what i mean that i mean that's that's just insanity so that means just just raw power. <laughs> where if you live if you live that high in the world, you know. And he he just bullies through people. He's a really yeah. smart player too. Like he like he knows the competition. He knows how to get through people. He knows how to play against athletic bigs and unathletic bigs and stuff like that. So yeah, Ben's not wrong. This 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 dude might even be better than people were thinking. I love to see Steve Nash get some love. Uh,
0: <laughs> Here's a the famous 1996 Topps Chrome set, the probably up there with the 86-87 set as the one of the greatest sets of all time. And this is one of the cards in that set that for the longest time got no love, absolutely no love, and now it's getting it. Steve Nash rookie, a PSA 10, sold for two thousand, just under two thousand dollars. Pretty sweet. Um, and a BGS six, a six. Of the famed Dwayne Johnson's Miami Hurricane. Why didn't I buy
1: that when we talked about that back
0: in the dark days? Yeah. $2,000 for a six.
4: And and just because you brought up – we're showing the rock card on there. You guys seen what the uh, Brock Lesnar numbered cars are going for?
0: Yeah. Yeah, another card yeah, we brought up recently uh, back a, in the day.
4: A friend of mine picked up a, like a, a the Brock Lesnar numbered. I think it's, I don't, I think it's a nine ninety nine actually. The least one. He picked up a PSA nine for like twenty five bucks at a store like six months ago and just sold it for a grand. And but I think the ten was like two grand or something. Numbered Brock Lesnar um, with the Vikings. Vikings yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think he has like two or three rookies, so be on the lookout for those Lesners. All
4: yeah, right, any Lesners.
0: All right so this is interesting 1940 oh, wow. superman gum trading card from 1940 sold for uh 35 bids for two thousand dollars just under 2000 that is super cool because that is super close to the origin of superman which to me makes it even better uh pretty damn cool a ton of these unopened 96 97 upper deck space jam sealed boxes with michael jordan and looney tunes cards sold for around $1,500 to $1,700 this last couple of weeks, like four wow. or five, at least five I saw. So I never would have thought I'd see stuff like that. The famed uh, Tiger Woods Upper Deck SP Authentic Golf Card uh, Autograph to 900. I don't think this is as big as the SI card, but it's super, super rare. As you can see, a BGS 9.5, basically a PSA 10, sold for $30,000 and $600. Damn. Yeah. Great time to sell it, right? Masters weekend.
4: A lot of crazy cards sold over the weekend. Did right, you see the, very- the, 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 Hideki Matsuyama's? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So he's, so he's only got a few. So I don't think, uh, I'm trying to look right now. He doesn't have, he does have a 2021 refractor, which are getting bids. So I did, I, you know, as I'm watching the, uh, the masters on Sunday, so I'm looking up the Matsuyama's. So there's a, a, a 2018 leaf executive collection, uh, I'm on, on my phone, so of course I can't show it, but, uh, somebody bought it March 12th. Uh, uh, basically one of one with like a full auto on the card from the leaf auto for 25 bucks. Wow. And then, and then on Saturday sold it for 255, and it's, it's the same card. And the only other card that was listed like actual cards or people like making fake cards or something like that. Anyway, uh, the only card there was an auto rookie, uh, a one-on-one leaf masterpiece with just his hand. And it went, it went at five hundred bucks on, uh, yeah, went it five hundred bucks on uh, Saturday, and then, no, on Saturday. So somebody, somebody specking on Saturday with that lead, and so I mean the, uh, so there's two one in one autographs out there, and other than I see some some there's uh, some ones that are just listed that were actually are from this year. So some, so I think those are obviously pretty smart buys. Yep. And let's be honest, is the first Japanese champion as well? Like, turn on uh, global shipping on your eBay.
6: It might, <laughs>
4: it, it might go okay for you. Oh, yeah, that,
6: guy's, that guy's like a, uh, a mega star in Japan.
4: Yeah. And did you see the pictures of him uh, this m- morning in the airport? No, so I didn't see si- anything today. So d- the guy's got this uh, – somebody had a picture. They sent it to golf. It's, <laughs> it's him at the, uh, uh, a flight from there to Chicago – to connect to Tokyo. I'm, I'm taking Instagram's word for this. The picture the picture looks legit. I, I don't know. He can't – he does have a mask on, leaning over, and it's him just sitting by himself. Nobody knows where he is, and, and it's 6.45 in the morning, and the green jacket is draped over the chair sitting next to him.
5: It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, boy.
4: Dude's one of the masters. He's got his jacket, and he's just on his phone. Nobody's All right, there. so I've got
0: three more, and uh, this one's kind of interesting. We've talked um, – voltron a lot on this channel here is a original japanese vintage i guess a poppy go lion this is the original from japan paper packaging yeah the metal ones not the big ones the the big one plastic ones are great but they're not as cool as the metal ones uh absolutely just stellar and i'll show you guys some great pictures of this um, really cool to see stuff like this.
5: Where the fuck they find this? A warehouse, I and mean, that's beautiful.
0: Look at that, Jesus. And it was this thing has been played with, he said, five times it's been put together. The figure has been put together five times, so he was, Dude, he was honest about
4: sick. it. Sick, <laughs> gorgeous how just, beautiful these shit. are.
0: I mean, the OG, he's never
4: pulled any of these out. Shining, yeah. Did he shoot? I he really had know. to have shot their heads off.
0: If I hope it is. I mean, yeah. you would
4: do it. You would do it right before you mail it out and just hope it doesn't break. <laughs> <laughs> so for eighteen fifty, that's a pretty good.
0: damn. Because cool nobody thing.
4: knew to look for it, man.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Pretty damn. Yeah, cool. I would have paid right. eighteen fifty
4: for that. Here's I'll my last my lifetime.
0: Oh wow! All right, so this is this is pretty cool, right? I've never seen these. I don't know what these are. Uh, Panini HRX Black Friday Tupac and Notorious Big trading cards one the tupac sold for 600 with 24 bids and the the biggie sold for 400 with 40 bids but this put me on a little trip a little search and i saw one of the coolest things i've ever seen for sale on ebay that somebody won recently it is a tupac Shakur signed handwritten track list jsa authenticated 76 bids sold for forty two hundred dollars that right there is what Market Report is about. That right there is showing you the most amazing stuff that I I might think about giving like my pinky for something like this. This is fucking <laughs> history, man. <laughs> this is fucking cool as shit. So that is the Market Report, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Who's got pickups?
6: I got a couple. All I, right. I don't I have two. any, so. I just got a couple. Uh, All right. I'll I'll do a, I'll do a couple cards. I finally actually got one of my PSA orders back. I about had a heart attack, and it was only a three card order. But I'll just show you two of them. Um, one I sent this in myself. It's a Kobe rookie. It's a, yeah. just a it's just a base Fleer, but it got a nine. It's a pretty tough. Nice. Pretty tough go. grade on that because it's all black. So pretty really happy with that one. And then um, for those who don't know, soccer cards. Um, is something you probably should be buying if you're into cards. Um, And this is from Top Sapphire, and it is a rookie. You guys probably have never heard of this guy, but his name is Ansu Fadi. And he he is like 18 years old and plays with uh, Messi, but he's been hurt right now. Um and this one came back a ten. So wow, thanks. Wow, that was the one you were hoping for. Yeah. Um. Uh, the the Kobe was a nine, and I was th- I thought it was a nine, but um. What is so? What do you think that ten sells for on that guy? Um. It's about a fifteen hundred dollar card right now.
5: Not and bad. that's a keeper. I take it.
6: Yeah, I'm just gonna keep that for a while. I won that. I I won that card in a uh, in a break uh, for with Sapphire. Uh, a few months ago and, uh, bad. yeah. So, um, congratulations. Cu- yeah, pretty happy with that one. Um, couple of books that I got here, couple of them were for Chicago. couple of them were in Kentucky on, at a half price books that I stopped at. Um, so this was a really cool that, that book, whatever it is, Scarlet Witch 10, that was at a half price books for two bucks. So I, I wanted that. Um, these were in Chicago, this one I never really see. It's a G.I. Joe number five. It's a con sketch variant. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one, well,
6: four, yeah. Uh, 142
0: or 141 homage, right? 142.
6: Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Um, and that same store had, had the tankers number one. So I bought that. Nice. Yeah. Um, that was a weird story. If you haven't read it, it's weird. Um, and then this one I never see either. Um it's Let Me In number one. It's the foil variant. Ooh. Damn dude. Yeah, so that one you like never see either. And it's these dark horse variants or whatever you don't see. Um and then this one I picked up um at uh a store in Kentucky. Um and it's the Daredevil oh, yeah, it's nice. yeah, Daredevil one eleven. I can't get my finger fingers around it like Carter, but but it is <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. So I got that one in Kentucky, but it's not near, you know, or it's, it's actually, it's, I'm going to grade it. It's probably a nine, eight. Um, but it's not, you know, Wolverine one Campbell or siege
1: three Campbell or anything
6: not like that. Bad,
0: not bad. Who's going next?
1: I'll go after the old man. All right. Um, I bought American and actually I bought American, but some of the foreign stuff's been in the mail for so long. It, it finally showed up. Um, Josh from uh, the Global Comics Safari team hooked me up and managed to get me one of these uh, La Mole Ultimate Fallout 4 foil editions. Uh, You couldn't buy them outside of Mexico. They wouldn't ship them, so you had to kind of get somebody. They were limited to one per person, so they were a pain in the ass to get. Uh, So I'm happy to have it. Um, Looks gorgeous. Uh, Got some stuff from Brazil. This one probably came a little late. Uh, but got the Silver Surfer three from Brazil. Um, everything I've been told, it is an extremely tough book because it's also oversized there. So imagine blue and oh my gosh, you know, just doesn't want to make it. Uh, this one may not look like anything because nobody knew it existed, but it is actually the guts to uh, Hawkman four. They just no started. They started their covers. I think it's. I think this is the cover to seven, maybe or eight. But they just started with a different cover. Like their number one has number five, and number two has number six, and three has seven or something. Um, so you know, another ugly cover on Zatanna, but uh, still cool to have. It was only a few bucks. I took it. Oh, that one's way better than than the other than the American
6: version. I mean, that one's got lizard heads. Yeah,
1: so, <laughs> so that's there. This was a, a weird one I picked up. Um, you may not even recognize this, but this is the blue beetle number one from the second run before it became ted cord this is the original blue beetle one um kind of a cool book to find and it just i I have no idea if anybody would ever want it but uh i thought it was cool and i added it nice um and then another punisher bang because well you can't have too damn many and i wish i had more of the American and wasn't stupid and sold them, but I will hold on to the foreign ones I can I, grab.
2: I fucking love that dark gray skull. Amen. That looks hot. Yeah,
1: the gray, yeah. Instead of the white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that gray, looks sweet. How about the gray boots, you know? They did deep pussyfied him, so. No doubt about it. Um, and then I bought one American book. Um, I- I've talked before that I have some kind of fascination with these. Uh, it's a Spawn 1. It's the red label. I just, I don't know why the red label amuses me. I've always enjoyed it. You know, it's only around for what, maybe eighteen months, two years. When I CDC was shopping started. for a
5: red label for you, card, I think Carter was there.
1: Um, I have, I have a Secret Wars eight, and and I think the nine eights are the only ones that are going to survive because anything less than a nine eight, people assume hasn't been pressed, and they're popping them out. So. Um, I actually won this at an auction at probably about a 10% discount from the standard ones. You know, a lot of people are are OCD and want the newest one, matches everything else. I just think these are unique, more of a piece of history than anything. Um, But, you know, why not?
5: Yeah, it was a Hulk 340. It was a 9.4. And uh, I was like, eh, I don't know if you'd be interested in that. And then I got the price tag, and I was like, you definitely ain't going to be interested in that. No,
1: it's one of those, like... I'm buying them on nostalgia books. I don't buy every one I see, but for certain books, like I, I don't need a spawn one in my brain. But when I see a spawn one red label, I'm like, okay, that gives me excuse to buy it.
0: Can you explain to everybody that might not know what red label means?
1: Oh, okay. So when CGC started, they had this category for moderns. It says CGC Modern Grade, um, and I don't know what year it was for. I assume it kind of matches their modern scale now. So you know, post. 75? Um,
4: 92, right? Was it 92 they did it? Yeah. No, but what what year books did they? Oh, never mind. CGC. All right. Never mind. You're right. right.
1: Ignore me. Um, But I I think it was, you know, their modern tier at the time. Um, They did this red label. Um, It's the same as, you know, you see the old, old label blues. It looks exactly the same as the same time. Uh, But somewhere in that first 18 months, two years, they got rid of it and everything just went to the blue universal label. Um, So you know, it wasn't a big thing to be grading comics back then, this was right at the start of it. I'm sure there's a decent number of spawn ones, it wasn't the only red label up at the time, but I got the best deal on it. Um, But certain books are are probably much rarer to find, and, and I just think it's kind of a unique way to display a book that's sort of common otherwise. So
4: oh, very cool. Who's next? I'll go. Uh two I only have two things. They're not uh what you think. Thanks to uh my uh my sister in law Lisa. She sent me a Mandalorian gave me a Mandalorian pop and uh I think she ordered it a long time ago and didn't come in or something like that. I have I didn't look it up, so I don't know if it's anything, but it was a gift. And I was uh I went to a Walgreens? for something and I'm not a big I'm not a big pop person just I, I buy the ones with the characters I like I don't really know like I'm not big on the market or none stuff like that and I walked in and they had a Homelander nice. and so I was like I'm going home with Homelander for 10 bucks from Walgreens <laughs> <laughs> and yeah uh, I've been uh, I've been on vacation for like 10 days so that is that is the uh, the extent of the new things in this room to show anybody Who's next?
0: Anybody else? Carter's up.
2: Okay. Um, in keeping with the show, here's probably the second best thing that I picked up there.
4: Oh. Ooh. Now nice. I talked
2: about I, I talked about this in the video I did this morning, but uh, so we have Ninja Turtles number two, first print, first print, and look at that. Also, nice deep black.
1: Oh yeah, Beautiful that's a pretty
2: cover. copy. The funny thing is, I just like, like when I came across it, I'm just like, eh, I just didn't, you know what? I, mean? I just didn't care because it wasn't a number one or anything like that. But I decided to take a chance on it, so I got that. I got like a whole bunch of other stuff, including, including a God of Thunder, number two. Um, you'll get you'll if you watch the video. You
5: paid nothing. For that well, God of Thunder well, number two, well, for the record.
2: Well, you know. You know how we do. And I that do.
5: T-
4: TMNT 2 is the uh, it's first April O'Neill, right?
5: Right. It's it's so. gorgeous. He was trying to show it to me in, a, in the car, and I wanted to fucking grab it out of his hand because he had, like, other books on it. And I'm like, don't fucking mangle it. Had, like, well, a yeah. stack
2: of books on top. So we and this. And, like, oh, wow. plus another. If, you watch, if you've watched the video, you'll see all the other shit that I got. Healthy stack like that, yeah, all good. of this for two hundred. Wow. Oh God! Yeah, that was wow. Nice. I tell you what, would you like to? Would you like to see some uh, some Black Widow spec, modern Black Widow spec, real quick? Absolutely. Yeah, okay, so we have Ultimate Avengers, no Ultimate Comics Avengers number three. I talked about this, I think, in the video on Friday okay so this is the first appearance of monica chang and uh monica chang is i don't want to say she is the black widow and so this is the ultimate universe so it's like she i don't want to say she is the black widow but she's like a black widow you know what i mean and this book is super cheap uh first appearance of monica chang and she actually dies in the in the um ultimate universe and she act, and she makes her reappearance in Avengers AI Number One. And where is she? There she is, right nice. there, on the cover. So this is kind of technically like her first appearance in the um, regular Marvel six one six. Yeah, and this is also the first full appearance of Alexis. Right here, she's in uh, she's an AI. So I really, I dig this book. Uh, this is a super cheap book. Good stuff, dude. Anywhere. Anywhere. Okay.
0: Thank you, sir. All right, Nico?
5: Yeah, I don't want to belabor this with like a lot of shit because I've just have been buying a ton of books lately. But thank you, uh, Josh Allen, for this fucking gorgeous Todd McFarlane Sandman. A um, He was also kind enough to send me one of these
6: oh, for wow. basically
5: fucking nothing. Um, I picked up a couple number twos. I paid like 20 bucks a piece. Um, they're nice, but they're not perfect. Uh, newsstand. Good luck finding mm-hmm. one of those. Pain in the fucking ass. Uh, grabbed one of these. Uh, how much? The- how much? How much? What did I pay for this? Like 60 bucks, I think. Okay. okay. Yeah. I didn't pay much for nothing. Uh, this, $8. And I was like, I don't know if I should do it. I don't know if I should do it. Buck a piece. David Mack. All day. Uh, those echoes. Remember, I was like, "Is that echo? Is that echo? <laughs> even if it's not, Is this echo? yeah, just buy those a um, dollar, dude. Buy those. Yeah, dollar. Uh, a shit. Yeah, paid a buck man. for that. Um, I think I paid twenty bucks for that. I, I don't even know how much I paid for some of this shit. Uh,
1: but you we're in a comic-induced haze.
5: Well, it just wasn't fucking much, but it was like enough. You know what I mean? Um. Get the hell out of
0: here on that one, man.
1: Was that the pressman?
0: Yeah. I yeah. didn't buy the regular cover.
1: I'm not
5: an asshole. Man. Hold on. You just buying every key you could find? I did good price-wise. You'd be really proud of me. Every, everything that the uh the dude, I'm gonna fly up the next day. It's I
4: told literally you, free guys. to go to shows.
0: It's made me so jealous. I'm just I just want to go to this these damn shows so
6: first print that first mean. print i was going to say is that first print yeah um, i'm going to drive by I my ass down back and back. got the
5: 95 i showed Z this one it's freaking perfect Ugh. uh i always think that, that book is a reprint that steve ditko story, it's amazing God, i love that i just pressed, like a uh, such such a great copy like so clean oh wow and uh the best for last goddamn
1: oh, so wow yeah
5: I did get get that stuff, I'm done.
0: Well done. Not bad at all. All right, everybody. I want to say thank you to everybody that's uh, hung around to the end. 225 live viewers right now. Please hit that like button. Please hit the bell so you get notified every time a new show drops from the Tales from the Flipside channel. We have a lot of amazing stuff every night of the week. Uh, we got a new vintage show that's going to start Thursday nights uh, with this man right here. Right here. No. um so be on the lookout for that that's coming thursday night soon uh another crazy show in the works uh we got some action figure stuff coming we have a lot of amazing stuff going on in this channel please follow everybody uh and thank you for hanging out with us make sure to hit that subscribe button and hit that like button we will see you guys next time adios